Okay. All right. Okay. What's what's the deal, wise guy? Man, so sorry to cut you off here, but I made the mistake of opening up Twitch to see if there are like any popular games that I hadn't heard of recently. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the top categories of games we stream right now is I'm only sleeping, which is some point and click sleeping game. Except every big in this category is a straight up sleeping. Yeah, yeah, I saw that the other day, and I didn't. Like, yeah, go ahead. There's 5,000 people just watching some Russian dude sleep on a couch right now. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, what? What? Well, I, I read a little bit about that category, I think, too, and I feel like I read something about some of the streamers doing, like, almost like fish tank-style incentives to, like, you can fuck with them while they're sleeping or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know if yeah. that's... Fish, fish tank once was... again changing the game. I watched this shit for like two minutes and there was absolutely nothing happening. Like no sounds being spurred at him or anything. It's so like, it's straight up a Russian dude just sleeping. Well, he's, he's sleepy. And then, and then there's other ones. Like there's 1.3 thousand watching just a VTuber model sleeping. So like, you know, that person isn't even at their fucking yeah. seat. It's a fucking like, yeah. you leave the stream on. Maybe some fucking pay pig. Man, we're in, I mean, smart, we are in the wrong damn business. We we are out here weekly putting out high quality content that we prepare for heavily, overproduced, some would even say. When in reality we could just be sleeping. We could just be sleepy dudes. What are we doing, boy? What are what are what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we mm -hmm. doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, I was just responding to a point that I skipped over earlier. What no, I was I was saying like what are we doing like with our lives, because that's oh nothing. I thought you were commenting on what I was typing. Okay. Oh. I don't know. Uh, okay. I played some Apex earlier. That was a time. Okay. Tell so, y'all what. Y'all go ahead and ask me how really much. Describe it as a good time, though. Yeah, ask me how much beef jerky I have right now. How much? More. I should ask you how much of it have you already ate? Hmm. Not too much, because by the time it's finished, it was about supper time. And I was hitting up that um, catfish and fried shrimp plate. Yeah. It didn't want to ruin my appetite. So, That's fair. Yeah. But but yeah. So for context here, here's what I did this week. So I went to Walmart. I haven't been to Walmart in, oh God, forever. It's been a while. Like Walmart's one of those places like you like find an excuse not to go. Because it kind of sucks. It sucks. The people there are it. gross. I don't hate yeah. it, but I don't love it either. It's kind of its own sort of thing, you know? It has its mm -hmm. own appeal. As someone who grew up in an upper-middle-class white town, and the nearby Walmart was the only place where there were uh, people of reparations, it kind of <laughs> led to a natural disdain of Walmart. People of reparations. Can't say that. You can't say that. Wait, so like you, you I, was, I was trying to figure out the best way to say, say it on Twitch. You can't say that. Not on live TV. Can't say so you that. You didn't go there to like farm uh, clout. You didn't go there to get your street smarts. Huh? No, I avoided Walmart whenever I could. Oh, because well, you know. And my mom always said, like going into Walmart. Felt like your soul was getting sucked out, which I'm pretty sure was like her trying to indirectly be racist, you know. Mm. Oh, don't you just love white women's indirect racism? 
would she not be directly? Um, she's a liberal New York she, white woman, so. Well, she has used the hard R quite a few times. Oh wow, no shit. But then again, she did vote for Biden in 2020, so you know, kind of an L. Have you ever considered that she might herself be black? Because Biden did say, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. So that's true. But she did vote for Trump in 2016. But then, like, she let her woman emotions control her in 2020. Uh, Very odd like, course of events. Let me get. Let me well, get. Yeah, it was she like was tired a, of mean tweets. I mean, essentially, yeah, she was like essentially a. It, it just doesn't feel right what he's saying. He's like not a nice guy. It's like, come on. God. It's so dumb that our it's entire not, fucking like, civilization is being destroyed by people who think that fucking way. But uh, I do. It's like, like I was like literally telling her, you're literally the executive at like a pretty big company. You make a lot of money, and you and you're just gonna get fucked over by Biden getting elected. And I think you can put up with the president of the United States being a dick. Because that's kind of what his job is. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this kind of what really appeals to like decorum gets us though, because it's like you know, oh, we have to be better than that, and it's like better than fucking what? Like, I mean, look at the state of things. What are, what are we better than right now? And, and now she's complaining about taxes and whatnot. Oh, so of course. Yeah, well, clockwork. Have you told her how good taxes are in Tennessee? Uh, yeah, but I think she plans to move somewhere else. That isn't mm. Tennessee when she retires. Common woman L. I think she wants to move somewhere even warmer. Oh, okay. Oh, that's 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 cringe because warm's mm. kind of cringe. Listen, I've lived in warm like a majority of my life. It's heavily overrated. Heavily listen, overrated. Listen, listen. You two are both saying this as people who haven't lived in nine months of the year being dark, dreary, cold bullshit. Fair. Fair. Like, I think it's easy to say hot and warm or heavily overrated when you haven't lived in the dark, cold bullshit that is nine months of winter a year. The Fair. frozen north. Yeah. Well, just so you know, if, if Tennessee falls through, we're all going to Maine. I mean, I don't hate it. Who is we? We're all three of Listen, us. We're all going. Maine is way too surrounded by liberals. Also, I don't know how Tennessee uh, could fall through. I mean, it's Tennessee. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm literally, literally here, falls and I through. don't plan on leaving, so... Maybe maybe it literally falls through, like, through the hollow earth. But that's even more reason hey. to go there, though. Yeah, that's like... That feels like a reason to stay. Tennessee, but return to Agartha? Are you kidding me? Ooh, holy fuck! Oh, that's a great story idea! I gotta write that down. Hold on. A Tennessee return. That sounds like a fucking, like, tabletop RPG campaign. I'd play it. I would play the... Yeah, I, would I mean, it's basically the Underdark, is it not? Where's, uh, where's Phoenix at? We can get him on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did I did have that. We we talked about that once. I think I think it was me and Peach is actually talking about it. It's like, wouldn't it be cool? Like, because all this, all this, like, Lovecraftian bullshit, it's like, you know, it, well, speaking of, well, no, Massachusetts, I was going to say, man. mean, you and Peaches. It was literally the three of us in a beach <laughs> talking about this. No, it was, no, 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 no. Something else differently related but similar where me and peaches one time we're talking about how cool it would be if there was like a story or a game or something because i was talking about the metro games when well, no, i was talking about russ first but that led me to the metro games because i was talking about how cool like like s games that involve like abandoned subway tunnels are like i think that's a cool concept right yeah 
and I was talking about that and I met, went, wouldn't it be cool if it was that, but Lovecraftian, but said in East Tennessee. Yeah, you literally pitched this to us in a I, beef street. I did, but the idea originally came. I know it, but it originally came from me and Peaches talking in Discord once. That was the mm, origin. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I feel like that didn't happen in my timeline. Oh, okay. Based? Based in uh didn't happen pilt? Based in didn't happen yep. Look, we're we're a little out of order. Uh I talked about what I ate, but I don't think I heard what you two ate though. Um so right before the stream started, I was out collecting my uh, my yaki udon beef, yaki uh, soba, but udon noodles instead. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. And uh, got a diet soda here. Mm-hmm. And I what have a uh, the Sam's Club soda. It's mm. it's cheap. It's extremely cheap, and it's good enough. Um, Just and then club. I have also a donut here, which I stole from work because, as as we covered in chat, there was quite a few donuts left around at work, and uh, I had a moral obligation to steal. Multiple. You you and really do? What cause... kind of donut? This one's like a just like a like, I think it's like a just a sugared like yeast donut. Uh, without any like particular frosting, but Dog, uh, you brought a fucking plain donut home. Oh, it's sugar. Get his ass. Get his ass. What do you mean, well, it's sugar? Dog, you're always going on about how, like, if you're going to consume those empty ass calories, that might as well be the peak. And here you are consuming a fucking plain so, sugar donut instead so, of a fucking good donut. So, so, well, I also took all the good ones. Yeah, but you're always on about your fucking bullshit. So why are you eating a oh, plain well, ass donut? Because it's it's there. So my dog won't have a bowl of cereal, but he will no, cause, have cause cereal's a not plain even good. Because cereal's not even good. Better than a plain donut. That is objectively untrue. Disagree. Cereal goes hard. Disagree. Correct. Ooh, like the closest to going hard cereal gets is like what? Like Reese's Puffs? Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Frosted Flakes. I love Frosted Flakes. Cinnamon I'll, I'll Toast Crunch. If, if, if Cinnamon eating... Toast Crunch, yeah. If I'm eating cereal, eh, I'm 50-50 on Captain Crunch. I would say Honey Nut Cheerios are actually surprisingly one of my favorites. Um, you are such a loser. They they keep their texture really well in milk for longer than most other cereals, which I like. Um, And the flavor is nicely, like, lightly sweet. It's not over the top. What was that one cereal I had? And it was like, it was kind of crunchy on the outside, but then it had, like, peanut butter in the middle. Oh, what I, was I think that? I remember seeing those. Crave kind of? Yes! Yeah, oh my yeah. god. Crave went so hard. I mean, aren't some of those basically filled with like fucking Nutella or something? Like, I mean, it's good. Maybe. Nutella's good, that's, though. That's definitely where it becomes like a dessert item, though. How about a nut in your Tella? I tell you what, it's kind of similar, but the Pop-Tart cereal also is very Never hard. had the Pop-Tart, but I tell y'all what. I got like... So, you, you know the Garfield meme, you are not immune to propaganda? I learned that firsthand, that brief week or two that I worked at Dollar General because I I stocked like hella pop tarts and what did a, what did a brother only want to eat for like weeks after that pop tarts I stocked 
hella like bark sodas. What did a what did a brother only want to eat drink after that? Bark soda. Listen, I don't know what they're doing, but it's it's works. It works. Um, I mean it it put me in a pop tart mood. Y'all y'all ever been in a pop tart mood? Yeah. Oh yeah. Toaster strudels are better, but wrong. <sighs> I wouldn't say they're better. They're on par, definitely. Pop tarts are really brought down by well, the filling being predominantly just sugary bullshit. Whereas, like with the toaster strudels, I feel like it's closer to like a, a jam or something. Right. It's just still but sugary. It's, not. But, you know. it's also sugary bullshit. Well, but I think it's just a little bit more genuinely fruity because they're frozen instead of shelf stable. Yeah, I mean, it gives it gives you like the illusion of being somewhat. They, it, it, fresh. It's, it's a more luxurious icing experience because you have to apply it yourself, right? Yeah, and no, so, we'll agree with them on that. Yeah, one. But yeah, yeah. I feel like you of all people like would put that as a down point that you have to apply the icing yourself. But I'm not. What you think? I'm not an icing applier, and I'm that I wouldn't. A little bit. Yeah, I'm accusing you of being an applying icing. Controversial. I I I ice all kinds of things. Hmm. 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 Well, moving on. Today, I learned that shrimp is apparently very calorie efficient. When yeah. I looked at the nutrition info on my back oh, yeah. shrimp, I bought because uh, ten shrimps, fifty calories. How about that? Not kinda, bad. Yeah, I mean, shrimp are really efficient, but like, kind of all seafood is that way too. Like, if you eat just like plain fish. Pretty, yeah, but fish is fucking gross. Well, I agree. I, I usually prefer shrimp myself, but so anyway, I fried up some shrimp tonight. That was pretty tasty. And then I also saw at Kroger, they had these uh, like Pringle cans, but instead of Pringles, they were like Cheetos flaming hot minis, and they were essentially like flaming hot Cheetos, but like cheese ball style, and in a Pringles can. So I bought a can of those Pringles, huh? Well, they weren't Pringles; they were Cheetos. Oh, but like in a Pringles can, right? Right. I was about like to ask if style you were, of can if you were getting print pilled. <laughs> I would never get print pilled. What does what does print pilled imply? Well, because you know his like avatar is like a Pringles can or whatever, or it was. I don't know what it is these days, but it's think... still the Pringles logo. Y'all think that guy's packing schmate? Friend? No. Yeah. Yeah, no? I'd agree. I'd agree. Anyway, so I got off talking about. I was talking about Walmart. I don't know how I I got off that. Oh, because we were talking about. Yeah, no, sorry. Anyway, Walmart. So I I went to Walmart right, and hadn't been there in a long time. This is about the Jerky. Check their meat aisle, and they got yeah. this beef cut hella thin. Hella thin. And I thought, I ain't made beef drinking in a long time. So I got it. Marinated overnight at some teriyaki. Threw it in the dehydrator for about two hours. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. You hear me? Perfect. That was good. Mm-hmm. Teriyaki yep. is probably like my favorite flavor of jerky mm. by default. So, And it was 1.3 pounds. After it came out of the dehydrator, it was about a little under 11 ounces. So, you know, significant shrinkage, but $10 for 11 ounces, that's still economically, like, way below 
any other beef jerky you're going to get anywhere. Oh, wow. So and is it and it's better, right? Um, yeah, it's better than like Jack Links, but. But yeah, it's not going to be better than like specialist like artisan fucking beef jerky or whatever. Well, but ironically, the best beef jerky I've ever had is actually from the, the area, the the area, if you will. Um, there was a place out in uh, Kodak near the Bass Pro Shop. I don't think it's there anymore, but it had oh, it had some killer jerky. It was so good. You know, it's homemade, of course, but I mean, like, well, not homemade, but like they they made it in in bulk, but they made it there, so. Yeah, it was real good, and uh, I wanted to go back to Man. what you were talking about—that scrimp. You were just you were just doing it in a pan with butter, right? Just braising it a little bit. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. I've never was it was it detailed, tailless. Uh, it was deveined and like deshelled, but it still had the tail on. Okay. Because I, I was thinking, man, you could you could easily have you could easily. Have, I mean, I, I mean, I know you probably didn't want to, but I'm just like at that at that price point, frying them wouldn't even be that big a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You a big fried shrimp? That, I mean, I do think a popcorn shrimp does go very. Oh my very god! Hard. Don't even get me started. I used to love popcorn shrimp as a kid. Like I'd go to. Uh red lobster or something you yeah. know with, with the family or whatever right. and like as a kid that was it was basically seafood chicken nuggets you know to, to get yeah. popcorn shrimp. <laughs> so it was uh pretty good man i tell you what speaking of uh red lobster the the biscuits you get in the box from the store mm -hmm. are just as good yeah just i can see that because One like a biscuits there's not really like any special sauce to making a biscuit right, right. like it's just you have the, the ingredients and you mix it up and you bake it and i tell you what you put you put those biscuits in front of me. It's one of those. It's like one of those animals. Like right when there's like a, when there's a lot of food in front of them, they'll literally just right. keep eating until they die. That's me with them biscuits. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's rough, man. It's it's right. so rough. That's so rough. Yeah, so. popcorn shrimp was always a go-to for me whenever I went to like a seafood restaurant as a yeah. kid. I will say there was a couple of times in my later years as a kid, like in my preteen era where I actually uh, settled on shrimp scampi instead. Okay. That's respectable. That's respectable. No, no, no. We respect that. We respect that. There's not, there's nothing wrong with a little scampi, a little scampi or boy taking the popcorn shrimp and just, you know, getting, getting a little, little dip of the, the scampi sauce. Yeah. On the popcorn shrimp. Yeah, because somebody else got the scampi and you had the popcorn shrimp and you just kind yeah. of combined. Yeah, that was good. I was always uh, my go-to at Red Lobster was always crab legs. I'm just, I'm just like a huge crab you, leg guy. Yeah, you've never have you never not been a crab leg guy? Like, were you were you crab legs from the start? Or? No, no, no. That's that's what's crazy. So I can remember distinctly, uh, two two thousand. I want to say seven two thousand seven. Yeah, because the iPhone had just come out. Birm All right, mm. set, let's set the scene. Birmingham, Alabama, right? I'm in the Galleria back when it was good, right? And there's this restaurant in the mezzanine between the Winfrey and the Galleria. In what's I, it's, Sorry, it's, it's technically in Hoover, but it's one of those things like when you say Hoover, people go, where the fuck is it? it just, it's in Birmingham. Everyone knows where Birmingham is. All you right. can eat, all you can eat buffet. 
my cousin's husband and my dad are literally in a competition to see who can eat the most crab legs. And I'm like, seventeen year old me is like, I'm much too good for crab legs. Um, so yeah, not always a crab leg guy. I can't tell you specifically when I became like a number one crab leg guy. Right. I think I might have fucked that timeline up though. Maybe 2007 was the time that it, I don't know. The point is there was a time that I was not a crab leg guy and I was definitely in Birmingham at one point and I didn't like crab legs. And actually now, the more I think about it now, the 2007 time was the time I was, you know what? It doesn't matter. 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 Point Uh, is, yeah, not always a crab leg guy, but then the thing about crab legs is once you are a crab leg guy, you're never not a crab leg guy ever again. mm Cause they just go so irredeemably hard and there's not even really such a thing as a, like a bad crab leg. Right. So it's like that's kind, of, kind of like a pretty basic ingredient. So like it is, we, what, um, what could go wrong? I it guess. was like that's a month or so ago that, I mean, we got some from like a butcher shop up the road, like not a guy that deals in like seafood at all, but even, even his was, I was like, Oh, well, damn. you know what I mean? So, I mean, I feel like it just has to, like, not be spoiled. And then, like, I don't know if you can overcook a crab leg. Like, I don't know how the texture well, works on Well, I tell but... you what. You can't overcook it, but you can over-season it. Picture the scene. It's two... Th- okay, so, yeah, I'm just... I literally just debunked my own st- earlier story because I'm remembering now that in 2005... Or was it four? 2000... Oh, you, you were alive then? Four. Uh, well, yeah, I'm 25, so. Huh. Old. Wait, hold on. 20. Yeah, yeah, so I was just, I was very young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 2005, Meridian, Mississippi. I don't remember the name of the restaurant. I could probably pull up a map, but I don't want to make this yet another Taylor looks at a map episode. Um, I'm at this seafood restaurant, and it's it's a little outside of Meridian, actually. It's going towards out towards Marion, Mississippi. Um, and this place is supposed to have been real good. And order the crab legs, and they're like, our guy's not here. Like, they, like the, the guy that does the crab legs, like the, the usual chef, he's not here. And we go, okay, that's fine. And they just kind of look at us like, okay. Comes back with crab legs, and these things are... It's like they took the entire thing of Creole seasoning and dumped it oh. in there. They took the entire, entire thing. What is it? What is it? What is it? Papa Jules? I forgot what the not not the Zatarans, but it's it's like the Cajun seasoning thing. Um, Papa Do something. I'm thinking Papa Do's because I really want to go back to that pizza place in town. But anyway, hell of spy. I worked through them. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a champ. Mama didn't raise no quitter. Were they, were they over salted or just over spicy? Over spicy, dog. Okay. Like, Cause I was gonna say, like, it, cause if it was, if it's just pure Cajun seasoning, like the blends, it would yeah. probably be over salty too. Well, so it was over salty, but that was secondary to how damn spicy it was. Right. It was just way, it was just, and we were like, we, we were like, yo dog, what's going on here? And they were like, man, we told you our guy's not here. And I'm like, well, shit. All right. 
Fuck. Suck, well, you guys man. ever see those videos of like the the bla- the black dudes like yes. pouring a bunch of like yeah. juice and like seasonings into a fucking like crab or like a like a shrimp yeah. bowl or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Crawfish boil, whatever. Yeah. That's like yeah. that's like heart failure statistics.mp4 right there. <laughs> it's like no wonder no wonder you're dropping dead of heart attacks. Alright. Mm. Yeah, man. Maybe my uh, maybe my crab leg phase has yet to come because I I don't think I've ever actually sat down and eaten a crab leg to be honest. Well, I think um, I think when we looked last September, when we were looking through different places up there, I think there's only one place we found so far that still does like a buffet that offers crab legs. I think it was that Captain Jim's in Pigeon Forge. Mm. Everywhere else, yeah. you gotta like specifically order them. Yeah. And I mean, it I've had up, like the opportunity in the past at buffets. I just never went for them. I mean, it's the thing is like you got to know you like them because there's an art to it, right? Cracking them, working it because it's a little bit of work. It's a little bit of work, right? And there's a there's there's a an art to it, right? You don't just you can't just crack it all willy nilly, right? You got to know. <laughs> it's, it's 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 like fucking you know one of those games where like you have to hit the weak spot of the boss, you know. Specifically, it's like one of those things like each segment, right, has to be cracked in a in a certain way so that you get the meat out in one solid mass, right? Because you can you can do the old pick and hunt right with it. That's why they they give you those little bitty like fork things. You can do that. But why? Why? No, 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 no. You, oh my God. And when you do it, when you, when you crack it perfectly and that piece of meat just comes out and you put it in that clarified butter, it's an experience, man. It's an experience of a lifetime, honestly. And I, I, God, I have not had crab legs since, well, at a buffet because I literally just said I had them a month ago. But I had not had like crab legs in mass at a buffet. 2016, right. I think. Because the buffet that I used to go to that had them stopped serving them. Because you essentially just can't have a buffet in South Mississippi. You will go out of business. Because dudes will come up in there and they will put you out of business. Right. Because, I mean, you know, fat has stayed in the union. So I bet, uh, I bet like Vegas still has like a bunch of crab leg. Buffets. Oh hell yeah! In fact, the, probably the Mississippi Gulf Coast still has them, but I yeah. ain't been down there in a coon's age. Yeah. That's by the way. Yeah. I always have to. I always have to preface and say, coon's age flies. That's not a racist statement. Coon's age say. is fine. Speaking of places, I ain't been doing a hot minute. I'll tell you what. There's a place down in Foley, Alabama, near my sure. family's house, called Lambert's. And yes. Their, their gimmick, oh, with the their gimmick with the biscuits. Is that they throw rolls at you. Or the rolls at the yeah, 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 yeah. That place goes hard, and I'm surprised it's like open despite throwing literally throwing food around. I They've like got they uh, another thing. Somehow. Another thing Lambert's is like lesser known for is their key lime pie. Apparently, it's like absolutely killer. I've never had it because I've never actually been there. I I don't think I've ever had dessert there, but I've like eaten dinner there quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I've, like. Yeah, that's like one. That's like I, I don't want to say it's not really like a touristy place, but you it's somewhere like on the line between like the touristy place and like kind of the place that you kind of got to know about. Right. 
Like, I'm not, I'm obviously not going to yeah. say it's like a local's place, but like, you don't hear about Lambert's like a lot. Like, you do a lot of other places in some touristy destinations. You know what I mean? It's yeah, definitely. I, mean, I will say there's almost always a one to two hour wait there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But it's one of those places like everyone goes to and everyone, you know, everyone Loves. likes. Oh, yeah. What is going on here? Um, yeah. You know, I never really get like dessert when i go out of places like it's a very rare thing where i'm yeah. like eating out and i want dessert yeah because i mean if if a, if a restaurant's any damn good you're already full right yeah, if the I portions like... aren't big enough that you get full on just the entree like you're probably getting scammed anyway. although i'm being if i'm being real with y'all like and i i'm i want to hear y'all's take on this but i'm like number one to go guy i'm number one doggy bad guy because yeah. I kind of yeah. want, I kind of want to experience that shit later. Like leftovers? No. Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Leftovers are fine. I, I wasn't sure if you were saying like, you like pulling up to a place and just like not eating. Oh no no no. I, I mean, I'll do that if I have something to do at home, like that yeah. I have to be doing. But like otherwise, I I like to dine in. But uh, you know, because yeah, I was gonna say like, I mean, of course I take leftovers. Like I. Does anybody does anybody here ever entertain not taking their leftovers? Like, is that a thing that? Well, you, you know, going back to you know your donut thing, you know, there is a subsection of people that just straight up like, even if it's food they've paid for, they like eat it and just go, ah, that's enough. Well, I was gonna say that it might it might be kind of a southern thing or something because this this is my anecdote is that you know back when I was dating Amanda, right? Like, she would have a weird thing about not wanting to carry the leftovers out of the restaurant because she had been raised to think that taking leftovers was like classless or something. Oh, no, 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 no. That's 100% of her thing. Here in the South, you 100% take that food with you. Okay, because I wasn't sure about that. Like, No, everybody's taking that food she, with them. She made it sound like she had some affluent family members that made her think that it was like lame to like take leftovers for some reason. I have actual affluent family members and nobody thinks that. That okay, was well, one hundred percent just like that, that was the story I was told. Okay, well, so, so the situation we established was established long ago. She was a stupid bitch. So, well, sure. I'm just saying. So, like, the situation was, we'd go out and like there'd be leftovers, and I'd I'd have to be the like, not that it was a big deal, but like I'd I'd always be the one that would carry the boxes of like leftovers or whatever out to the car, right? Because she didn't. Want it's so to. stupid. That's For me, such a woman. Leftovers moment. are kind of a what's left and how much of it is left kind of thing because like because yeah, a lot of the times there's not going to be no leftovers yeah either there's not going to be no leftovers or it'll be like a bit of a side and honestly i'm probably not going to bring a bit of a side home oh sure if it's like like a quarter of a cup of rice or some shit i'm not taking that home but like i don't know it's like plain rice. well like okay well if, if i have a vision in mind of what i'm going to do with quarter cup of leftover plain rice maybe if i was planning to do fried rice the next day maybe that's a good thing man speaking uh, of I, I gotta hit that new chinese place up the road down the road you got a new chinese place yeah i talked about it let me pull it up <laughs> oh boy guys yeah. are you already breaking your romance with panda Oh no, God forbid. I'm just saying this one's like much closer and I got to you got to try it. We got to try it. You got to try it. We got to try it. It has to be tried. It has to be tried. I think this donut might actually have a little cinnamon on it too. It might not just be plain sugar. I couldn't I tell some, it first. I got, I got some cinnamon for you, you stupid bitch. Is it like an apple cider donut? Like what are you fucking eating? 
Well, it's just like it's just it's just a yeast, like a yeast donut, like a classic style donut with a with like powder on it. This actually doesn't have any pictures of food, which annoys me. But you can see the menu here. It's a little bit more expensive Last than Panda Dragon. Last Dragon, yeah, owned by a guy named um, Chico Suarez. So that's how you know it, fucks. That's how you know it's authentic. That's how you know it's authentic. Back the menu. There, yeah, there you go. Yeah, right, so you either gotta get the sesame chicken or general sows. Uh yeah, I'm probably gonna get the sesame chicken. I wanna give the Mongolian beef a try because the Mongolian beef that I got at Panda sucked. And I wanna know right. if that's just like a thing. Right? Or if that was just right. them sucking. So we got I'm fried strawberry ice cream, which is a little bold. Well, you know, that's Mexicans for you, so. No. Of course, of course, of course they got that corona. Shout out. Do they have noodles? Naturally Chinese wood. Um, oh, I see. They they like do their lo mein under the chicken and whatnot. Oh yeah. Beef lo yeah, mein yeah, chicken yeah, 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 yeah. So they do the very typical like you can get. Now I will say this: I don't, I don't really like this. You have to choose either egg roll or rice. Panda, of course, does egg roll and rice. What the fuck. Yeah, this place is. Where I do you see this, egg roll or rice? Right up here at the top. It's served with choice of soup, appetizer, plain, or rice. I'm assuming it's coming with all three. Yeah, you're, you're choosing mean, one from each category. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lunch combo plate. Yeah, I was a little oh. I was a little confused at first, but yeah, that's that's how these things work. Okay. They have, like you. The combo is always a choice of a soup and nap and a, and a rice. And for the well, you don't. If you're doing takey out, you don't get the soups, which is kind of lame, but is what it is, I guess. It is lame because takeout Chinese I've had has sometimes given me a soup for the. Uh, I don't know. So. Well, I never eat the soup, so that wouldn't bother me. Yeah, I would. I'd be. I I'd usually be like right, pick though. at it. Like I, I don't eat the whole thing because it usually kind of sucks. But yeah, they've got they've got pretty much your your standards here. I'm not seeing a lot of anything really new. Um. Chicken and a black bean sauce. I didn't see uh, the panda doesn't have that. Dragon eggplant. Mm. I don't think panda has that either. Last dragon's fried rice is on the bottom right. Um, and they made it with the, the the final living dragon. I don't know, man. I got. I guess I got. Well, there's last dragon's lo mein. So, huh? Last dragon fried shrimp. Phoenix and dragon. There's a there's a theme here. So I'm very actually interested to know like what what is last dragon's spin on it. So, here's Last Dragon's Delight. Mm. Yeah, so. Chicken wings look good, man. Shout out to this kid's menu, which, like, does not include, like, chicken tenders. Based. Yeah, that's extremely bad. Like, honest to God, like, restaurants should just, like, refuse to, to, to like, have a kid's menu that's just, like, chicken tenders. Like, if you come uh, in, uh, it, yeah. if you bring a little shit ass in and it's like, yeah. Well, little Jimmy doesn't like any of this. Do you have any fried chicken? You go leave. I don't even want your well, business. It's, it's leave. Chinese, so you know you tell the little kids you say, "Hey, motherfucker, the chicken tender's right here," and you point at the fucking orange chicken. Yeah, because I don't know. That, I feel uh, like if I, I feel like sweet and sour chicken's a bold choice for the kids menu. Oh, see, well, well, yeah, that is a little bold for sure. Personally, I think sesame chicken is kind of the baby bitch option, and it's kind of like why it's my option because it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Sesame chicken is good though. It's I really was good. 
see that well that's why i used it as an example was that i was obsessed with the like the panda express orange chicken as a little kid and it was basically it was basically like a tindy in a special sauce you know so i like how on the beef here they got the orange beef which i sometimes enjoy over chicken as well now you know what i don't think i've ever had orange beef uh just the other day for like mother's day when we got chinese food uh from the from the like the fancier place around here i got the orange beef and it, it comes real nice it's real crispy hmm. and uh okay it's good yeah so this... the only chinese entrees i have ever gotten and consumed in my life sesame chicken general so's orange chicken and then like once i tried the mushu beef that's all i've ever gotten I don't know if i've ever tried mushu beef what is mushu beef it's like Chinese tacos. Okay, no so like, a, like a ground situation. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's ground. I just I know you like put it in a little like tortilla. Oh, and the little like little egg wrap thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Now this doesn't look too. Oh, mm. I think. This looks decent. Man. Could could be fun. Also, I also misspelled mushu beef. Yeah. So. That's right. I didn't know it was moo like fucking moo. Yeah. I, I know. Man, this is actually, damn. This actually looks good. Does Panda, does Panda have this? Mm. I feel like it's a pretty common Chinese restaurant. Off yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it on menus all the time, but. The hell is Panda? Never ordered it myself. It's your menu on here. Follow my order. Guess. Jesus, like fucking twenty questions. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The, the prices are pretty good there, though. Oh, the prices here are crazy, man. That's what I'm. That's I what I'm saying. Like, Mushu and the, sur- the surge bar up top. If you can spell it right. Mushu oh, pan. Mushu pork. Hmm. Sure. No, Did they they, they, they do every everything but beef. Yeah, they really do. Oh, that's a shame. Well, that might be for the best, considering their Mongolian beef suck. True. And real. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? I got some beef for you, stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get his ass. In terms of the most unique Chinese entree I've had anywhere, uh, in in Davis near my apartment, the like the pretty authentic Sichuan style place there, they had uh, a dish called uh, tooth like toothpick pork or something. It was like Is that like the whole pig shit. No, it was it was like. A bunch of pieces of the meat skewered on toothpicks and deep fried, and then it, it was very heavily spiced with cumin. It almost tasted mo- more Middle Eastern than Chinese to me for some reason because of the cumin, I guess. And uh, very interesting, quite spicy, a little oily. But Sichuanese food is always uh, always pretty spicy or and oily. I, did, I I zoned out. So I I was looking over at Fish Tank, which we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, the situation. It, everyone was just spamming that the the. This is out of context. This makes no sense. But the prostitute snitched. Apparently, what did she say? I, I missed that part. <laughs> did she, did Man. she did she tell him that it was? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to. Everybody's a snitch on this show. I swear. It's so it's so annoying. Like all the good shit happens on this show, like so late at night. Well, it's kind of annoying. I mean, I'm awake, yeah. but for me, it's like precisely a lot of the time when I'm sleeping. But right, um... <laughs> Chris is asking for the cameras to be turned off. Jesus, 
Anyways, um, so so Suck was saying those three dishes he's had in Chinese. He's never. Have you never had a just like kung pao chicken? Then that's pretty common. That was nope. kung pao chicken. What? I mean, to be fair, I mean I'm not you know much more experienced with Chinese food than he is. So, oh shit, they, they actually they, they actually, actually killed the camp. Ooh, I'm gonna have to listen to the hallway or like bedroom three to, for noises. Oh, and yeah, like West manually killed it. Ooh, or let's go. Mm. I like how the uh, the guy playing the pimp like looked in at um, yeah. oh, it's back. Boo. Ah, ah, boo. Oh. Well, nothing, nothing ever happens. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm not I'm not far ahead of him in like my, oh, it went down again. All right. Uh, I'm not f- I'm not far ahead of him in like what Chinese stuff I've tried. So I don't even know what Kung Pao chicken is. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting because to me, that's like one of the most like common like American Chinese. I mean, it, it is made in actual china too there's just is just a little bit like 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 most dishes just a little bit like less sweet and a little bit more fucking like greasy and spicy but uh mm. um it's it, in most cases when you get it here it's gonna be rather than like breaded and you know like fried chicken it's gonna be just like just chicken stir fried you know um without any coating and then it's it's tossed with like a kind of a, a deep kind of soy based sauce um and a lot of peppers and stuff, and usually some like you know sometimes like sometimes like zucchini or uh, other veg. Uh, it's pretty inoffensive. It's just kind of like if you want something that's not fried and is a little spicy, it's kind of the go-to. But okay, okay, like not not deep fried, I guess. But uh, Trader Joe's actually has a pretty good like frozen kung pao, like has a pretty convenient like frozen dinner that I've made pretty often. Yeah, yeah. That requires you to go to Trader Joe's, though. We we will be go doing a Trader Joe's trip for an episode of whatever food thing we do. Oh, it's it's gonna. Have, I mean, there's there's a location fair gut, so. Hmm. Yeah, but why would I go there when I could go to El Burro Flojo Mexican right next door? We're, we're gonna go to both. Hey, we're gonna do, like we said, we're gonna do like eight episodes in one trip. Yeah. Just, just, just go from one restaurant to the other. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. Well, it's kind of possible to do like so, like on some of these, like these, like it, it sucks because it was like it was like BuzzFeed tier garbage, but like that worth it show that they were doing, where like they'd go to like three different restaurants or something, and like they claim in one day. I think it was across three days. But, like if you did a show like that, and all and did it all in one day, just like if everybody is like if you order just one dish for like a single person at each restaurant and then split it three ways, yeah. you can kind of sample everything, and that would work, yeah. you know. But yeah, but also fuck you. I want a whole dish to myself. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but if we have to go to like multiple restaurants, so maybe you get like a portion yeah, of no, the dish. No, what, what, no, no, no. What I would I, do is I'd get that whole. I ain't ass going dish. to multiple restaurants in one sitting. No, 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 no. I would, I would, I would. Listen here. Here's what I did. You go into you go into location one. You eat like half of it. Get it to go. You go to the next one. Eat half of it. Get it to go. You we go to that, yeah. a third one. I'm not finished. You go to the third one and a potential fourth, right? Now you're pretty full, but baby, you got four meals through the week to have. Sure. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, historically, when I go out to eat with, like, people who I'm, especially people that I'm pretty familiar with, it's often a thing that I'll float is, like, how about we, like, trade half of what we order so we get to sample more shit? How about I trade half of my balls into your mouth? 
Do you guys not get it though? Like it's no, I get it. I just don't like it. Variety is the spice of life, right? No, so, spice is the spice of life. So you get to have you get to sample more things on the menu sooner that way. I don't know, man. I don't know. See, I I enjoy trying. Novel I don't things. think I don't think everyone has to try different things. I think everybody gets one thing and they give their opinion on it. I think and that's then you, just a little slow. Like, cause I think you're a little year, slow. It would take you years to try a whole menu somewhere that Good. you go to like once a month. Good. Right, but what if I don't want to try the whole menu? Yeah. Like, See, my, my what if I don't want to know if an Italian restaurant has good like fucking. I don't know. Your aspirations in eating are very different from mine. Because when I go to a restaurant, I go there, and if it's exciting, like if it's a cool looking place, I'm like, yeah, I, I wish I had the stomach and the means to just order one of everything on the menu and just sample it all now. And, you know, that'd be fun. I know we were just talking about seafood places, but I zoomed in, and one of the first things that caught my eye was storming crab seafood restaurant. And I do actually mm. see some crab legs. I see a bunch of actually good that, stuff. That cheesy bread looked kind of good. Yeah. Oh god, they have like they have like drunker shit. Yeah, the drunk was yeah. pretty blue. Yeah, they seem to they seem to be big on doing like those like bucket things, you know, yeah, like, where it's all like, I yeah, I, 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 that's not really my scene. That's just not really hey, my. Look scene. at Ooh. look at this restaurant. I just put in uh, a little gumbo. Look at this gumbo. Yeah. Hold up. What's this? A little. That's a restaurant, a seafood restaurant. Since we're okay. on the topic, nearby. We'll talk about it. We'll look at it. Hello. I just saw one one of the first Hello? food plates I saw in their photos. Oh, absolutely! Like, it's just right down from where I was looking at. Uh, it's like a Mexican. Oh wow! Spot. Yeah, this is this is like one of those places that you talk about. This like kind of you know a little bit more authentic than your run of the mill. This is very like Baja seafood. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. They got crab legs. They. Uh, I, I saw ceviche, and I know that's gonna fuck. That soup looks yeah. interesting. Hmm. That grilled fish looks good. Yeah, it actually does look pretty good. What is this pico de gallo? That's ceviche. So that's it's like ceviche. it's. Uh, What's the it's difference between like... pico de gallo and that? So ceviche will have uh, seafood, often like shrimp or something, like chopped up into it, and then what happens is you basically make it almost like pico de gallo, but it's very limey, and the lime juice essentially cooks the seafood so it, Damn, the, they got like grilled octopus Damn. So, so basically the, the 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 fish or the seafood or the shrimp or whatever in this dish is not cooked with heat it's it's like the proteins are denatured with acid essentially and it's edible well it's like safety because of that all right it's pretty good to be honest but okay you, you eat with chips though like like a like a pico de gallo or something you say so i, I don't i don't think you'd lie to me no, i wouldn't okay you have to like sour though, because well, I tell you what. Hey, l speaking of seafood, when's the last time you boys had just a, a good day out on the lake? We have like no lakes out here, so. Um, I feel like it was before COVID, because oh, that's I I want to say that's when like one of the last big family get-togethers was, right? Was, you know. Up in New York, they're liberal families. They don't want to get together during COVID for some reason. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Cucks. Well, I tell y'all what. I had a great day on the, a great day out on the lake this week. So y'all might remember me talking. I know 
Tony's gonna remember this one specifically for one reason. Oh, Lake Bocahomo? Yeah. Um <laughs> I talked about a couple of weeks ago, two or three, about how I tried to go out here uh then and there was all this stuff was just like lining up against me, right? Like the roads were closed and all this. So I just I, I doubled back, I got Hardy's and I went to the house. Well, Thursday, I said, nah, you ain't stopping me. I'm going to Bogey Homa. Bogey Homo. It is it is Bogoma. That means something in Indian. I feel like you looked it up. Although it is weird it says here it says Bogomo. It's not. It's Bogoma. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. know. It also says Homo Bogue right there as well. Yeah, I don't know. And then it says Bogue Chile. I, I don't know. It's all over the place. All I know them. is that the locals, it's called Bogoma. Okay? So I went out there and I tell y'all what. I had a pretty decent day. It was very nice. Um, it was very nice. But looking at this shot, I wanted to I wanted to talk about something, and my mother actually brought this up. Yeah. She was she was because I have I loaded up a bunch of my better photos on uh, a, a thing for her, and uh, like a digital picture frame. Mm. on a digital picture frame and uh she was looking at it and she said there's a theme in a lot of your pictures and i went yeah is that right and i didn't know what she's talking about it's another blue uh-huh huh what is it is it that they're blue that, yeah but she already knew that but she was talking about, and I mean, she didn't she didn't know like the words to put it in uh, to describe it accurately, um, like we would and we will. But she said it's like she said like a lot of these pictures have like a pathway or a road, oh, yeah. something in the middle, right? That stretches off into the distance, and then there's like shit going on on both sides, right? And I thought about it, and I went, yeah. That that is an extremely and I know that's a common theme in almost all photography, but it feels like every every single set that I've ever gone and shot, there is that that shot in it. And mm-hmm. it started making me think it's like that is I guess that is kind of my signature shot, I guess. And I mean that's kind of a lame signature to have. I mean, that's it's kind of overused if you think about it. But it is what it is, yeah. I guess. I like it. it, I like it. I feel like it's a pretty obvious subject, like to have a leading pathway like that. Yeah. And then also, um, if you think of it, them not as individual photos, but as a series of photos too, which is what a lot of like pro photographers do is they shoot series rather than individual photos. You know, like they construct narratives with their work. Um, In that sense, these kind of pathways create a a narrative element of like you traverse that, right? So. Uh, that part sells. well she hit me with this afterwards talking about like and because you know she's a lot like me she likes to read into shit you know and and what it might mean on a deeper psychological level and she was saying like i think that says something about you because all these shots are always like a road leading somewhere right and it's a something like you're always looking for how, how how did she describe it? To, I I not what I I I guess like born to run or something. You know what I mean? 
right. something like that and which is kind of ironic given what a you know a kind of homebody that i've been the past few years but i thought about it, i was like huh that's i i think you might be onto something i think you might be onto something but um but yeah so i went out there and it was it was real funny so what had happened was i woke up and what had happened is I'd seen some posts about people talking about the lake, saying they were doing dam work and stuff. Shout out. There's they're in originally in this picture in the background, there's there's a bunch of machinery and stuff. Uh, right? I took it all out because I thought it looked like shit. Uh-huh. Um but they were doing dam work and the the lake was real low and I went, God, that's about right. That's about right. And I went, All right, fine, you know what? Fine. I'll go out there and look. Worst case scenario, I it was just a nice drive. I get out there and this bitch is full, just straight up full. That was great. So, uh, let's see, trying to, I have these spread across a bunch of different folders. I'll get to why here in a, in a little bit, but, um, (laughs) it was a little bit of a fiasco. So I get there and like all the ramps are closed, which is fine. I'm not putting a boat in, but as I'm there, like some guy rolls up with his giant ass boat and just like kicks one of these things out of the way and puts his boat in. And I just got like based based. Yeah. Like what, what possible reason could there be for that? I, you know, I, I could not tell you, man. I, I literally could not tell you. But when I, when I say this thing was roaring, it was roaring. I mean, it was, the dam overfloweth. You'll see, I think, in a picture here in a little bit, but like the spillway little creek was far over there. And I mean, you can even kind of see in this picture, like this, this is a tree, right? It's partially submerged. So, I mean, it was, I forgot, you see here in the background, I forgot to take out the thing in this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, that it's less, it's less obtrusive in this one than it was the others. Certainly. And I think that's why I missed it in this one. Cause it was like one of those things, like, unless you're just, cause in this shot, your eye is not drawn to that. Like it would have been in the other one, like in that dock one, your eye is led down that dock and then to the horizon. And that shit was on the horizon. But on this, your eye is kind of led along this. I actually don't know if this is considered a dam or a weir. I think this mm. is a dam. I've, I've never really quite understood the, actual difference but anyway so your eyes kind of led here into this sorry I don't, i'm motioning with my hands y'all can't see my hands to this area right yeah. so you don't yeah whatever but um i tell y'all what hella brothers was out on the lake fishing hella brothers okay you know what i'm saying and i i mean my melanated kin and then you know hey it was a beautiful day so so people of reparations as we were people saying. you can't say that on live tv I got you can't say that. Well, okay, okay. People of socioeconomic factors. Not better, but not worse. I am. Um Alright. I looked it up since you were curious. So a weir basically it's like like this situation where they let the water flow over the top. Right. Yeah. Where whereas a dam, like they specifically regulate the flow of water. Okay. It's like a weir, a weir is just a set to like get up the light level to a certain level, and anything else can just kind of flow the fuck over. Right. Whereas a dam, they like specifically regulate it. Okay. That yeah. Um, I think there is. You can see here there is a regulator on this. I don't know if that affects it, but it's like not the whole thing. I know what you mean. Like a dam has like the whole thing can open up the floodgates. Yeah. But this one, I think you can just lower the weir a little bit. I think that's might be what the deal is. So, yeah, and you can see here, uh, it was hard to get. 
kind of a shot of it because you can't go on this bridge. I wish you could have, but it's all gated and locked off. And, and if you're adventurous enough, you, you probably could. But. Yeah, I am adventurous, but not when there's like a 300-pound black guy sitting right next to it who already seems pretty pissed off. Oh, like and I know he probably wouldn't have said anything, but you know what I mean? It's whatever. Shoot him. Whoa, 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 in, in whoa, 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 whoa. I was not being put into a self-defense situation. Okay, well, you would have. Been I, I was, I was put into a self-defense situation. I was put into a self-defense situation with an unbeatable foe, though, shortly after this, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, I think in the, yeah, in this picture, you can actually see, like, this thing extends real far. And I wish I could get down here and, like, over there, but... That would just a whole fucking thing. I never knew any of this was here, but I th I think y'all remember in uh we were um talking about it once. I think when I originally was thinking about going out here, and I was like, man, I didn't know all this shit was here, man. Like this looks great, but um, mm. but yeah, no, this 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 lake was real nice. It was it was very it was very nice for Mississippi. Essentially, it's it's a state park, I think. So it's it's regulated by the state of mississippi and you know that's got some implications to it but i mean i was just i was very i was very uh pleased here's that black guy by the way you can see him in there in this picture um <laughs> just post it up. it's like that his job to be there like, no what he's am I he was fishing he was fishing oh okay um, so he probably wouldn't give a fuck if you got on the bridge maybe but you know it's just one of those things where i ain't trying it's to i ain't trying to attempt it hey yo can i get it on seems this? like a very odd place to fish like right at the fall I guess that's, but that's where the where, fish least expected. That's where everyone was. So, I mean, I, I guess that's, there's something about, you know, I love this picture. This is, I think this is one of my favorites of them. Not my very favorite, but calm. it was, yeah, no, I like, this is a very, like, I, I'm getting better at composition. I think I'm getting a lot better at composition. This is, this is a much better one where there's like, not a lot of, not a lot of, pointless empty space like there's a lot of empty space on the bottom and the top but the bottom it's just it's like it's not pointless you know well, it's, it's, setting, it's not like this it's the, setting a scene the the vast planes of space are kind of an element of the photo that's intentional it's not like it's not like just unused space it's kind of like that's the, the segments of the photo are kind of the point right yeah yeah i'm very much a rule of threes kind of guy that of course yeah. that goes that goes back to the pathway with the things on the side going on. So. Well, it's definitely just the easiest way to compose by default. Like definitely, yeah. there's some subjects that just you have to be flexible on. But right. So, uh, yeah, it's a couple of more good pictures here. Yeah. So what uh, what happened was well, this was my favorite of them. This is I love this, yeah, this one. one this is great. It's, it portrays a little bit of action. Yeah. Uh, this one this one really shows off how damn good that new lens is i think because i mean this is just i just love it man i just love it so much every it's so clear it's so crisp um mm -hmm. which now that i say that actually i didn't take this with my new lens <laughs> i took this with my telephoto actually um well, some water like piss yellow because it's mississippi Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I, I I had assumed it was like refracting the surface under the water or something. No, well, it might be, but it's also like everything here is. I mean, it's you know muddy water. Everything here is muddy water. There's no, you know, we're not. There's no like natural aquifers and stone or anything, so everything is just mud. Um, right. Also, heavy rain that doesn't help. So, 
Um, but yeah, no, it's it's Mississippi. Uh, but we've talked about it before. So that that telephoto I have is a Tamron, which is a very yeah. extremely respectable brand. Yeah, Tamron's about as respected as Sigma is. So. Yeah, like I said, about on par with Sigma, which is that new lens. All those other pictures were Sigma, though. These these were the ones I took with uh, my Tamron. Um, I kind of yellowed this one up. I don't know why that one looks like Wait, that. Uh, yeah, the, and I noticed in some of the earliest photos, the white, like the first one when I said the photo was blue, it wasn't just that the subject itself was blue, but the white balance was also leaning slightly blue. But yeah. that's just, you know, cameras do that sometimes. Yeah, so... And that could be fixed in post if a person cares to. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Enough. Some so a lot of these were fixed, but I just don't think I I was very uh, consistent with it, which is fine. I mean, that's just yeah. what it is. But um, I think I think sometimes I think sometimes I, at least I have a better problem. Like when you're editing a bunch of photos, you kind of get colorblind a little bit to it. Well, that's why. Like, for, like if I was doing it for for like publishing as like a portfolio thing or for like pay or something what i would do is the technique of you know i do my initial edit and then revisit the photo after yes while, you know, i should like, probably start doing that yeah. like, like step away from the screen right. and then revisit them all with fresh eyes and kind of quickly go through them and see what what looks wrong yeah i tell y'all what photoshop has been my ally in this because there was right here just a full-ass black guy standing on the stock uh, and now he's just gone so thank you photoshop in some cases, a, a human element like that can be an interesting uh, feature. Uh, yeah, but he just it didn't it it felt out of place. Right. It felt out of place. Like in that in that gazebo picture, this one right here, I feel like it works because it's like yeah, he's he's part of the scenery. He's, he's part of the scenery. Yeah, he's part of the action. Um, but anyway, well, these past couple of pictures, I was down here and I like this one. Um, so I, I went down here and so I went back up. Uh, so, you know, I wear, I wear boots. I'm a big boots guy. And I went back up and I stepped on this like one part of the concrete. And it's like that pebbly concrete. You know what I mean? Not like rough, but it's got like rocks in it. And I busted my ass, boys. I busted my ass hard. I thought I broke my camera. And that was what I was concerned about at first mm. because it was on a tripod and it slipped. It was a cheaper tripod. So lesson number one, don't use my cheap tripod anymore. First off, right. because it's not very sturdy. But secondly, because when it fell, it like it just immediately fell out. It slipped out. Um, camera's fine, I'm pretty sure. I didn't use it afterwards, but it didn't. there was no visible cracks on it or anything. And those things are pretty durable. You know what I mean? Uh, like, especially that style, like that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that could, that could really go wrong on on that particular body is like if the if the mirror assembly somehow got jammed up or something. Yeah, you I don't. Issue, you'd notice it with issues with how the viewfinder works, but yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be an issue with it. So I was concerned about that, but I got up and I went back to my truck and I was like, "Ooh, that sucked." And as I was putting uh, my camera up, I noticed everything was covered in blood, and I <laughs> looked down. I'd, I'd skinned my uh, arm up real bad. Uh, I reached back to get my wallet out. I noticed I'd ripped a little hole in my pocket that had literally cut a divot into my wallet. I think I landed mostly on my wallet. And if I hadn't, I, I might have legitimately cut open like my, my thigh or something. And fucking cover your like, uh, your artery there and just fucking bleed out. Well, the, no, I mean, that's like on the inside. This was like, this is essentially my butt. I, when I say I busted my ass, I busted my ass. I got a I got a pretty big bruise on here right now, but um, no, it hurt. But hey, we suffer for our art. 
we suffer for the arts. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you. I'm sure you yourself have busted your ass a couple of times. In terms of falls, nothing comes to mind. But like, definitely to get into locations, sometimes you have to get a little scuffed up. You do, you do, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, you, have to, you have to crawl through the muck in the mud. And... I was telling, I was telling my, so I'm a bit, I, I was explaining that to my mom, and I always cite, um, a passage from the uh, web comic Akewood, right, mm. where it says like, I wish I tried more things when I was younger because I realized being in trouble is a fake idea, and it was one of those things like I think we've talked about like with island f or is it f island i think it's island f right up on island f. yeah island f or some of these other things it's like oh can we can we be there but it's like who cares just do it what's the worst what is the right. absolute worst that can happen the cops right. come and tell you to leave like there's no scenario where you're like out in like some woods or something i mean unless it's, it's like a unless it's like a private honor and they shoot you the which, only situation where those ever those types of things ever go bad is if you're like if you know if, if you're one of those aforementioned types of people and you uh you actively resist the authority you know like right. then then it could go like that's the only time you know but yeah like yeah so or if there actually is a secret government lab there and you know we yeah. get taken in and never right. heard from again yeah which you know but I mean, that goes to the thing is like, so it's like with photography, it's like, you know, if you, if you want the shot, go get the shot and don't let really anything stand in your way, whether it be muck and mire or fences. So, you know, let me see, let me see if I could find a picture there of, um, that, that quote is funny though. Cause specifically like the concept of trouble being illusory, like, um, even more so when you're young, right? Like, right. I, I realized like how much stuff I was like afraid of and being in violation of as a kid. Yeah. Like, you know, people forgive you for fucking everything when you're young. Yeah. 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 And I mean, we're, we're still fairly young. So, I mean, sure, sure, we, we like, can't, yeah. we can't like as, kid as, get as, level, get away with shit, but right. here's a picture of what it looks. Sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm, I will we'll go back, but I do want to say this. This is a picture of what it looks like when it's not literally bursting at the seams. Yeah. So you can see there's a couple of like little, eye, like, patches of land in the uh thing there but here's this fence i was talking about the problem is i don't i think i could get around it here like right here right but that's one of those things like i don't know man like it ain't worth it yeah i mean i mean yeah that's i will say that here's another one yeah you can see it's a cool area but the subject's not spectacular enough to risk like yeah well i mean what i would do is i would just kind of i would probably get like a rope or something and like attach it to like my you know not a harness but oh you, you can see this little drainage thing that i slipped on <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so you, you see what i mean like this pebbly bullshit yeah so yeah i i uh busted my ass on that but yeah you could walk around this and it wouldn't be bad and yeah maybe if you like had a i don't know some sort of rope or clip or something that you could have yeah it'd be fine now, but, what's keeping the gate closed or like a lock on it uh, a, a locked chain yeah I'll just break the fucking chain. God, I had this pro- dude. This pissed me off. And there's a uh, there's a place in Tuscaloosa, um, that I wanted to get a shot of once, and I got it kind of, but it's all fucked up because you have to like there's there's fence all around it. Here you go, right here. I love this old this old building. Like this is like just kind of like that classic like public works back when they even kind of like pretended to give a shit about what they look like. And, but the problem is you cannot get a picture of it because of this fucking chain link fence. It's so hideous. I think maybe you could go down here and yeah, but the problem is like, you know, 
I guess he could park over here or something, but it's just, it's very annoying. I have a picture of it where I like squeezed my lens through the gap and thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see if I can find it while we're talking about it, but very annoying. Very, very annoying. I, I just, I hate that. It's like, man, don't put fences around stuff that's photogenic. That's just rude. Tuscaloosa. Um, yeah, here we go. That's not, a, it, it's not a good photo, but right. I, I did, I got what I could because it's. Has, has the workings to be one though with like the yeah. right framing. This is stuff. a very old, this is 2000, this is 11 years old. So, I mean, this is fairly early in my photography career, so. Yeah. So, yeah, very fun day. Then I um went back to Love's. Had a little mini glizzy fest. Pretty good. Oh. Pretty good, so. What what flavor of glizzy did you have this time? Let's see. I got um I got the jalapeno cheddar. Okay. I got the all beef and then I tried a southern barbecue, which to be honest, it it didn't really have much of a barbecuey flavor to it, so it ended up just kind of being an all beef. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of beef, it's been a there's been some beefs in fish tank this week, haven't there? Oh yeah. yeah. So let's see. Jeez. Yeah, what even happened? Like the weeks kind of blend together. So it's a yeah, that's that's what exactly what I was about to think. So I'm trying to think of like where we're at. I guess I guess we could hit I guess we could hit the big news. So the big news is there was another elimination this week. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say unfortunately. I'm I'm gonna say quite yeah. fortunately, Sylvia got eliminated in the uh PSAT challenge that also ended up including a gold striker personality test and a physical fitness test. So right. which is ironic because like as far as the gold striker thing went, like Sylvia nailed that because she was, yeah. you know, a Sam Hyde dick writer. Right. Um but tired and fat, so the rest didn't didn't bode well. Yeah, it didn't it didn't bode well. So Sylvia's out. Um Betty. Betty came and went. Betty, of course, was a Letty clone who was fine. Much finer than the actual Letty, who is really still an ugly piss witch. I, I actually find base Letty kind of cuter. God, what what is wrong with you? I think they were both ugly as shit. No, Betty Betty was cute. Betty was cute. Betty had like an no. anorexic, like creasy face. That's what made her cute. No, no, that's not. The petiteness is the nice part, but the face needs to not look anorexic. Okay, well, the face needs to look, not look like a gremlin piss witch. And that's I don't what think we got you can Letty. say the face looks good when yeah. you talking about Letty looks cute. All that's oh, wrong God. with Letty is that maybe her eye is a little lazy sometimes. Maybe her eye is a little and lazy sometimes. Like not shaped me. wrong. Not in every photo does her. In most photos. Lazy, in but. most photos. Her face, her shape's fine, you know. She's no, it's a, not. She's a, she's a respectable young Jewish. No, woman. she's not. There's nothing Ukrainian, Ukrainian Jewish. There is nothing respectable about the piss witch. She's the worst. Um, her ferocity and uh, did are... did Frank leave this week? Maybe I think so. Very, maybe at the very start. But now he's back. Frank's yeah. back. Well, uh, Chris, yeah, I mean, Chris left like like a, a little bit over a day ago or something. Came then, back, yeah, already back. Um, 
But yeah, it, it was kind of, that's the issue though. It was kind of a little bit of a slow week. Well, like, like it was dwindling down after Sylvia left and then like freeloaders left. And then it was like, we were like at a, like a, a rock bottom in terms of like, like the only things we had were like Morrow was back. And then like, the Oh, Morrow came kid. back. Yeah. 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 And he's like, <laughs> and that's the thing. So it's like all week was just kind of like, Oh, ho hum. Nothing's really going on. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Oh, we introduced the uh, Josie begging to the camera for plushies arc, which which let's be sponsorships. Let's be let's be real here. Oh, the fake sponsorships. Let's be real here though. The uh, Josie begging to the camera is 100% a Jet Neptune production, right? Because I mean, oh, we're not going to pretend like Jet doesn't you know have something a little something going for the the Joester. Um, sure sure that's a common, common I mean, we don't we, i won't i won't blame him but um yeah, yeah so she has to get up there and dance for plushies yeah then they then they started this larger viking uh, cbd viking uh doing like paid sponsorships so yeah viking like, cbd something, something like and there's like a paleo beef box or some shit yeah paleo like subscription box thing then there was one where they did a paid sh- shout out for a twitch streamer it wasn't none of this yeah. was real by the way for for reference none of this was real but uh the contestants thought it was and they were playing it up like it was some yeah that was really the only interesting thing and then today it's just like ten thousand things happened at once so let's see how, how did it all start off well um it started so- off this afternoon with so there was a tracker for Alex Stein to come to the house. Right. And there was, was sudden. Yeah. And there was a little bit of discussion here with among the lads, the fellas, if you prefer the boys, if you will, about whether the kid's like, come on. No, that's not going to be actually Alex Stein. He's got better shit to do. Well, right? In my mind, it was like he, he I felt like he was both kind of like a little too high profile and a little too milk toast for the show. So I was yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just it was just such an out of nowhere thing. to it's like, oh, yeah, haha, sure, whatever. He's surely he has better things to do. No, apparently he doesn't because he's still there right now at one thirty in the morning. Yeah. And he's actually at first he was filling it out, but he's actually been pretty funny on the show. So. Yeah, and it, it was funny because I saw a lot of people on Twitter specifically uh, as I as I linked uh, some of our old friends in JP Ball writers going, "Oh, this this cuck Zionist is is not funny. He might be funny to like your your stupid boomer conservative grandparents. Shut the fuck up." Anyway, right. yeah, he's gotten a lot funny. So he he brought his, his one of his like bit partners with him, Don Terrius, which in in his in the greater <laughs> Alex Stein metaverse kayfabe is his wife's boyfriend. Um, I think he first came around when uh, Alex Stein was trolling Barstool. So yeah, he's he's in there now. Alex Stein's in there now. So that was funny enough. They they made him do a talent contest, which was pretty funny. Um, it was really funny to see how how mu- even further Josie came out of her shell today. When she, I mean, she would just she would hear them dancing and she would just like run halfway across the house to dance. It's very wholesome. She's opening up. So that was crazy enough. So then this evening, all of a sudden, now Chris is back. Chris is back. Then Frank is back. Frank Hazel's back, and he's hassling Letty, who, by the way maybe getting kicked out for doing drugs although i think that's a that's a gaslight a bit yeah because i was talking about it, i was like because what they said is like oh chris offered her a cbd hit of a cbd joint right 
And then they were like, oh, we're going to piss test you. And I was like, I don't think it shows up you're pissed that fast. I don't know. I'm not a I also doctor. I doubt they actually have the test on hand. Well, they said they were going to go get it. And I don't think they ever actually did. So I think they were just trying to gaslight her. And what I she think needs it's... to do to salvage the situation is she needs to turn it into a, a Viking CBD ad spot. Right. And then she would have been. That would have. Yeah. But it seems like it started weighing on her. And but it didn't help that Frank started throwing toilet water on her all the time well see here, here as one of as one of uh letty's knights myself right mm. i think you have to you know you have to acknowledge that she does get affected by things she just bounces back you know like she, whatever she's been, i'm not whatever she she has been probably the most bullied on the show what all. what i'm yeah. yeah okay cool whatever deservedly yeah, deservedly. But, saying, but she comes back more more evil each time. So like you can't keep her down. But so okay, sure, fine, whatever, cool. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, who's who's branding Buckingham? Who I'd never heard of, by the way. But he's one of Sam's friends. He's I a boxer. His face a little bit, but I didn't know his name. But Va- yeah. yeah, vaguely. Anyway, he shows up with a black prostitute for Chris. Um. And at first, I probably might, like most other people go, is this a work? This has to be a work, right? This has to be a work. They go upstairs. They're on the bed. She's giving him a massage. And then it becomes this huge thing about how he'd apparently like he had a shit stain on him. And she like she smelled it. (laughs) Yeah, she yeah. At first, she smelled it. And then when she came downstairs, it was a stain. So it kind of made me at that point. I was like, okay, I think this is a work. Um, And. Honestly, it went a little far because Chris was like, he was in his, he was in his, no, dude, he was in his feelings, man. He was, he was rock bottom, which for a boy like him, I feel like it's not his first time, but man, he was, it took, it took everyone in the house essentially to hype him up to get back into it. And eventually they went back into the room and then they just laid there and talked for a while and never went anywhere. So, yeah, I feel like I don't even I don't think she was even a prostitute because I started questioning the legality of it. I was like, is this real? Like, no way. Because I mean, the thing is, on the show, if you if you did hire an actual prostitute and then you said it was kayfabe, you could kind of probably get away with it. I'm sure. Like, who's going to investigate I, it? I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. I I. I I really, honestly, don't know. Like, uh, well, I, or I you, guess... could, you could hire you could hire an actual prostitute, but it'd be like, look, you're not actually gonna fuck this guy. Like, you just have to play along, and then it's not technically illegal. Then I think because you're not actually soliciting the activities, for right? The prostitution, and I don't know, you know. Yeah. So, and and the, and the thing is, this all just kind of like happened in like this an is, hour. It's pretty, two... it pretty sudden because it was like wave after wave of people appearing to yeah. Like yeah, pretty... it's great. and I'm shocked Alex Stein's even still there. He's still there, by the way. He's still here. Like, I thought he was just going to be like a one-off bit, like maybe Chip or uh, that black guy the other day. Well, Chip came, came back like twice this week, very, very briefly. Yeah, yeah, very briefly. But um, Alex is still, and you're right, he got like progressively funnier through the night as he like, I think he's kind of one of those guys who like kind of adapts to the situation he's in. And once he, he has it filled, it yeah, he, might he... Drank, he might have gotten a little drunk too. I think they all did. But he yeah. definitely like, and that's because people are just like, oh, he's he's like a milk toast cook conservative. It's like, yeah, but that's like that's who's paying him. But now that he's in the house and like he he, he can open up the throttle a little bit. I mean, he's a pretty funny guy. I mean, he was, well, and his his whole act is based heavily around actually being like a pretty convincing actor in many situations, yeah. which is like a decent fit for this sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah, he he is he is an asshole. 
definitely he's definitely an asshole so um it it works real well i i think so it, it's just so funny because it's like what like that just that was out of nowhere my brother it started getting funny when he was like at first he's like grilling letty which i guess everybody's doing these days but like it was funny and then like yeah he's like kept kind of criti- like he was he was criticizing all of them in turn and that was funny and then, yeah oh then he's got frank, on, he's got on everybody's case frank got in and then he started doing it too so it got extra funny and then uh oh, oh yeah and then so after chris came back frank like kicked open the door of the bathroom and that like pissed off mario and left for him to leave again <laughs> why did that i mean why did that piss him off though was he the in the bathroom was, the whole thing was weird well yeah he was but like oh, it okay. wasn't like it wasn't visible though like like Frank kind of kicked it from around the corner a little bit. Yeah. And like it, it popped open, but nobody saw anything. And like, yeah, you can't see it on the camera. And in the grand scheme of things that have been done here, yeah. It's a very Kino looking little area there. Well, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, she is not, though, whoever that no, was. No, I she, don't. She I wasn't going to quit on the show. Does a little um, bit, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, so like the story with Mara, right? It was like, like two nights ago or something. Yeah. Or a night ago or whatever, like before my shift yesterday, I guess, uh, I think he got into a whole thing with Chris and it like escalated. Um, I, I think it was like a bit that like Letty and Marl were running, but then it escalated into like an actual conflict. And then like, I think it ended with Marl like throwing like vinegar at something at like that or something yeah. and he got accused of a chemical attack or something. <laughs> and, uh, and then escalated uh then chris said you know i'm just leaving in the morning i'm tired of this so then he left so he's really been gone for less than 24 hours and then he came back tonight right so he came back tonight but he and mario were cool then yeah but it was one of those things back. like it, i think that was a work as well because there was pictures of him on the world peace 2 set with sylvia so right it seems yeah. like for a lot of i think for pretty much every freeloader entry and exit i feel like it's on some level planned yeah um so almost everything in the house so far has been a work except right. simmons and john i think well, and I would say actually, so far, like that's another point I was going to bring. Is like Sylvia's elimination was the first like true honest elimination because uh, all, every other every other one has been removal of a plant, removal for being a pedophile, <laughs> or removal. But then again, I, I I'm not I'm not fully convinced, honestly, that it was 100 percent an honest elimination because if you remember well, like, the you night, kind of the numbers. If you remember the night before, she was kind of having a rough one. I forgot exactly what was going. Oh, it was her and Letty. We're having a big They're having another conflict. Yeah, like and there was a big thing where the cameras went down a couple of times, like for in long like and it was as she went downstairs and was like going towards the basement, the cameras went off a couple of times. I'm like Well and right before that point she was in the room talking about well, I think she was she was first whining because a shark came in and poured salt on her or something and a little oh. like on her oh, eye. Oh yeah, something. no no no, it wasn't salt, it was just some sort of spice. And she yeah, and she kept like coughing or something, like being like, Oh I'm choking. Oh, and it's she, like she, and she was like whining that bitch. the producers don't care about them or something. Thing. yeah and then and then then also some shit about like then she started bringing up like how she like in the past she had like suicidal like ideation or something yeah like, like bitch you're going overboard for like a fucking shark attack you know right so and that's when I, that's when chat started spamming that she was a liability which not fully wrong i'm i i find it hard to believe that it was 100 an honest elimination like yeah it maybe it was gonna be either way but i think you you could convince me that it was honest in the sense that she's not particularly smart no. and she's not particularly active no. and that maybe being so demoralized kind of dampened her performance too. Possibly, yeah. I, I could see the, like either explanation is good, but 
I mean, yes, it was presented as the first honest I'm to elimination. What the fuck is going on in this place that you keep looking at? Like, it's like a, it's like a, so it's like a weird, like, like a spillover. Yeah, it's like spillover. a natural, like a natural, like cutaway here. Like, what yeah. is, what is, what is this? Well, it's just, it's exactly what you just explained. It's a, it's a, it's a spillway into a natural, like rocky area. It, it just looks Tus- so Tuscaloosa. Like... Tuscaloosa is like the start, of, the start of like kind of. I, I think, yeah, I think it is. It's at the very, very, very tippy tip of like what becomes the Appalachians, Appalachian mountains. So this is kind of like almost like a, uh, like the head of like a localized watershed or something. Then no, this is Lake Tuscaloosa. Well, so, oh well, yeah, yeah, sorry, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Flow downstream from there towards the ocean, though you know, like significantly, and then yeah. Let me actually check and see. I was saying just like just. The the way that the, uh, the the dam there interfaced with the natural features looked very kind of well. This isn't the dam. This is just the spillway. Or the, you know, what I'm saying this is whatever the, the man-made and, and uh, natural features here yeah. are interesting in juxtaposition. I guess. No, yeah, it's it's a it's a really nice piece of engineering. In fact, if you one of these things I scrolled past was like it won an award for like engineering in Alabama or something. I don't know where that plaque was. Here it is. Outstanding Civil Engineering Achievement in Alabama, the American Society of Civil Engineers in 1970. So, wow. yeah, so, I mean, it does look very cool. Wow, hmm. like it like almost looks a little bit like a fucking like video game level design or something because of how like a little bit, yeah, of how it like is shaped so like intentionally looking. Yeah, but yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that was fish tank for the week. We'll move on, but but yeah, no, this is uh. This is very. I love Tuscaloosa. That's very nice. Yeah, in in Birmingham, it actually starts getting very, very, very hilly, and um, a lot of it. It it even kind of like makes me think of the Appalachians. But I, like I said, I think according to this, it's not technically. I'm trying to find a map that actually. Well, this one's being real fucking generous about the Appalachians. No, it doesn't go into Mississippi at all. That's real generous. Or maybe it does, apparently. Huh. Maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, okay, Appalachian region. No, I just want, like, the Appalachian Mountains. So Jefferson... Oh, no, Tuscaloosa County. Okay, so yeah, okay, so yeah, technically. Technically. And yeah, well, okay. And I was just talking the other Kemper County. So Meridian. I was talking about Meridian... When was I talking about that? It's kind of hilly too. Was that y'all? I don't know. Sometimes conversations I've had like start kind of running together with yeah. other people. I hate when that happens. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Let's see what else we got on the list. Oh, you know, uh, here's a reason that I wish. One of the few reasons, but one of the reasons I wish Pigeon was still around because he now owes me money. Oh. Because we made a bet that BlizzCon would never come back. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's back. BlizzCon is coming back. I'm honestly a little shocked. Honestly, between like all the woes that Blizzard has had, and you know, dumb baby bitch flu stuff, and California and all that, I'm honestly a little shocked that it's coming back. But it is. I didn't. I forgot what date it's coming back. But I think it's November. Yeah, probably November. That's when it usually is. So, um, it's too early 
what the hell are they going to talk? Okay, so obviously they're going to talk about Diablo 4, but Diablo 4 will already be out by that point. It'll like talk about like future updates or some shit. Future updates. Wow. It's too early for expansion news, I think. Maybe like a big patch announcement. Yeah, something like that. Overwatch is not happening, which, by the way, was dead. that this? Yeah, Overwatch is officially dead. Um, they're the the big PVE news that was like the crown jewel of their announcement is now just officially scrapped uh, to the point that it apparently was never even being worked on. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah. So that what the hell else do they even have? Hearthstone? Well, hasn't there, hasn't there, well Hearthstone might Hearthstone might get a expansion. Announcement oh, I know what. Go ahead. I know what they're getting announced though. Go ahead. I was gonna say, isn't there mumbling or rumbling of a of a new IP? The survival game. Yeah, that's probably what's going to be the centerpiece of BlizzCon. Uh, a whole new IP from Blizzard is probably enough to kind of carry it. It will have to be. And honestly, it feels like at this point that might be what Blizzard is like staking their entire company on at this point. Because from what we've heard, I mean, they're bleeding talent. Nobody. I mean, they could definitely ride like on wow hearthstone and like yeah. whatever else for you know the if diablo 4 is a success which i think it will be you know i don't like see how it couldn't be like that stuff will all... and now you say like they're riding that ship but at the same time like the microsoft acquisition keeps getting closer and closer so like i don't think they're too worried about it. well it's possible that maybe if that acquisition works out just fine then like maybe a lot of things kick up and pace then too you know like maybe uh Maybe some shit is on the table. Could be, but I th I feel like a lot of that is just a a Bobby Kotick payday. All right. So maybe, but I feel like it's kind of good that they declared Overwatch like dead because yeah, they've definitely spent a lot of years and wasted money trying to like and done literally nothing with it. So like yeah, I feel like it's good that they just finally declared it dead instead of trying to like keep doing shit with it when it was and, clearly wasn't going and anywhere. And frankly, that's got to that's got to be one of the most fumbled bags in gaming history, right? Like you had such an easy layup with that. That yeah, it, was, it was exciting at first for sure. It was very exciting at first and then yeah, like you, I mean there's so much you could have done with that that setting, those characters, all of that. There's just so much you could have done and you just fumbled the damn bag so hard. So uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely it's, it's the new IP. And like I said, from the rumblings, it's some sort of like survival game. I don't know if that means like rust or like Genshin. I'm assuming like Genshin, uh, because the rust model is kind of unique to rust, but that would be cool though. So yeah, I think, I think that's definitely, I think that's definitely gonna be the, I mean, uh, even then, like if that doesn't get announced there, I feel like just on the fact that there hasn't been a BlizzCon in so many years, that yeah, I think that like in itself might be enough to carry. It has been a while, yeah. yeah. You know, there's tons of Blizzard nerds who still want to attend just because there hasn't been a BlizzCon in so long. Since 19, I guess? Yeah. Probably. I think so. Blizzard's such a weird company to me because it's like... Oh, wait, was it even 19? Because yeah. I, I feel like they canceled it before COVID because of the breast milk accusations. Most recent, I guess that's the online one. Yeah. Most recent in-person one. Let's see. 19. 
No, there was one in nineteen. Yeah, nineteen was the last 19, one. Yeah, okay. I felt like I felt like it wasn't though for some reason. Oh, there's one in twenty one. I don't remember. Was that, that the online one though? Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's, it was. That's why there was no ticket price. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe what maybe what I was um, quoting was Chris saying that there would never be a BlizzCon period. Or no, there would never be one. There would never be an in-person one again. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, well, he was wrong. Way, though, if so. he was making that bet on the back of COVID, that's like a very kind of like COVID doomer kind of position. I don't take. think it was. I want to say they had already canceled BlizzCon before COVID happened. I think. When was the Blizzard breast milk? Was no. 21. Oh. There we go. Yeah, late late 21s. No, that can't be right. No, 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 no. That's not that's not right. That's not right. It is. Then what the hell? Cuz we I we, we we still weren't even in contact with Chris at that point. Well, it's possible it was earlier and he made the bet like I was saying on the back of like just COVID panic and like he's exactly the kind of idiot that would have bet that the thing would just be permanent. No, because I felt like it had something else. It was a, like a social issue that was going on with like, what was the first? I don't think it was China. Yeah. I don't think it was China. I think it was after that. There was another one. Blizzard's had a couple that I've probably forgotten. I remember it because there was like, it, it, okay, it was definitely, it was in 20. Or it was after September. It was after Shadowlands came out because I remember there was a big protest in Oribos, and people were like, "It's when they got rid of the spit animation or spit emote." Blizzard moves. Spit. Well, they got rid of the spit emote because of people were spitting on people who bought the Mountain Classic. Wow. Right, but those two things happened about the same time, and because I, I remember that kind, of, I remember that happening. Yeah, um, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, no, mid-2021. Okay, that sounds more right. I feel like we still were sometimes here. But, but I guess, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe it was just the... Maybe it just was the COVID thing. Because he definitely seemed like the kind of idiot who thought, like, COVID was going to last forever. But, God, I just really felt like it, it had some social issue. I don't know. I, you know what? I don't care enough to look into it anymore. So, point is, there's going to be an, a live BlizzCon. It's very exciting. Um, definitely will be a live Beefy Boys coverage. Hey, uh, maybe by that point, live from the White House. It'll be later this year, so. I actually, assuming I have space for it, one piece of decor that I will be bringing, because I don't, it's not something that I would hang up in my own room, but it might be interesting for, like, the studio spaces that you might have, as I yeah. have the, uh, frame 2015 BlizzCon poster. Hmm. <laughs> It's kind of a cool. It's it's kind of a cool piece of decoration. It's just like that is actually very cool. It's it's just not something that I want in my own no, personal. I, yeah, room, I got you. But I but I've kept it all these years because no, that's yeah, no, that's tremendously cool actually. Huh, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah that's that is something I suppose we'll have to think about. It's some sort of like set dressing for stuff. I'm I'm a little tempted, just a little bit tempted to buy the. Uh, uh, stay inside, no weed poster. 
I know, right? Of, of all the merch items they've introduced, that one's like like the cheapest, actually. Right. And it's like the one that I'd most likely probably use. Yeah. That, again, that would make very good set dressing, so... Right. So something to think about. Some, something to think about. Of course, then you guys got to think you're probably going to have to pay to get it... Not pay to get it framed, but, I mean, you're going to have to pay a little bit extra to get it framed I, mean, I, for I, it. I framed my own BlizzCon poster. It wasn't like No hard. shit. That's okay, like, well... It's really, it's really not that hard. Yeah. As long, like, especially if the poster's in a standard size where frames are just around that size. Hmm. Well, here, okay, well, while we're on the subject, here's a question. Uh, we're Everyone's cool with me hanging up my very extremely tasteful anime posters, right? Sure, like, if we're talking, like, studio or whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean... Okay. I, I kind of feel like anything goes there, because, like, you know, who, who cares? Like, it's just, mm. it's decor, like, it's kind of like anything's like a conversation piece okay and uh so everyone heard that he he agreed so good so i mean i, I don't know why you expect us like say no you can't have an anime wall well i'm well, I mean, just you know you know how people, anime you know, all the time well, you know show. you know no you know how things are you know people sometimes get squeamish when they see you know chloe and Ilya in lingerie well, they think, you know, that's, no, you can't do that. You but could, I'm really like, glad that y'all, I'm really glad that I have you on record saying that I can hang that poster up. You could honestly put, like, straight up, like, Varys tier, like, cunning hentai on the wall, and I wouldn't be offended, you know? Like, I Oh, okay, well, right, I don't. But I don't know that you could put that in no, the you, you couldn't. You yeah. couldn't do that. For, I, for I don't. Streams. I don't. I'm just saying, I don't. Like, I, I, it's not like I would be like offended, right? Like, I don't. I don't like, have that. I have a. I have a Rosafon and a Witch Hunter Robin poster, which were very I mean, hard. Just, to, well, very hard to find. Here, to, very hard to find. Here, well, that's true. But uh, my point here is that uh, you know, it's it's another layer of the uh, the cringe is uh, just burgeoning soul with mm -hmm. a B. Yeah. And so sure. you know, the cringier sometimes the better. Man, speaking of anime bullshit, when the fuck's my Aqua merch gonna ship? Oh yeah, I think I think my Lazulite stuff's gonna be later this month. I think it was actually fairly soon. The only problem was that we talked about last week with the uh, the music box was like I I didn't want to ship that music box in like August. Like I. I... I, like I don't know if I'll be here. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm not really gonna roll the dice on that, you know, because that's something really annoying to have to get reship. So, oh, estimated early June to early July. Oh, nice. So, well, speaking of what's uh, what's the countdown, Prude? Three weeks, two weeks. Uh, well, this upcoming week is my last one for work here. Next weekend is the last. Like this time next week, I'll be uh, done with my job here. Okay. Well, let's use that to segue into a conversation. When when is the earliest that we can change the fucking hours of this show? I mean, I guess preliminaries. Preliminarily speaking, we could do it then. Okay. Excellent. So not not this coming weekend, but the next. I mean. Technically speaking, so like like we can't do it on a different day for the next week. Well, that's what I'm saying because I, I want to do it on a different day. So, so when was when can that shift take place? Because this is going to lead into a larger conversation that hinges on this show being on Friday. You want it on Friday? I want to do it on like yeah, like Friday at like nine central. Okay. Um. Well, hey, hold on. That's fine. That's fine for everyone, right? 
Yeah, I mean, once once the job is over, as long as I'm not working nights, I can do that, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, for the time being, obviously, when you get to Knoxville and you have to kind of see how things are, we can shift it again. But while I can, I want to get in on fucking Friday. Uh, uh, killing me. There's like a specific reason for it in the I, short j- term. I just don't. Okay. So first off, like, you know, like me and Tony have talked about, like, we're, it's, it's, it's midnight. It's almost one here. It's almost two for him. Right. He's, he likes waking up earlier in the morning. I wake up early for church. So this kind of pushes like the later end of the acceptable time for us. Well, I guess I was wondering why specifically Friday and stuff like that. Well, I like, I just like Friday. I I've always loved like end of the week shows, whether I'm watching them or doing them. I've just always loved it. I don't hate Thursday though. I don't hate Thursday. The only problem with Thursday though is the only problem with Thursday is though, that once we get into September, that's going to be conflicting with football. Well, sure, sure. Uh, I just hate Thursday for multiple reasons, so that's not an option. Okay, you, okay. What, what, what are your reasons for hating Thursdays? Well, one, when doing the show, I prefer it to be on a non-work night, just so, like, we kind of, yeah. oh, there's no there's no actual time constraints there. Yeah. Like, if we did on a Thursday, I would have a hard cutoff just because, like, I want to go to bed. Yeah, I feel like. If we could start earlier, that would help, right? Like, uh, Yeah, but you don't, you just don't want to have that uh, holding over your head, you know? You want to be just completely unrestrained. Well, I guess my my point was going to be that I feel like for a lot of things, engagements are actually better on weeknights because people aren't out doing stuff. They're like just looking for something to kill right. a little bit of time. You know, like I feel like on weekends, like for even this, like the servers just for chat slow down because I feel like people are actually out doing stuff. Um, I mean. If you're talking normies, yes, but well, even people in our group. No, Listen, nobody in our watch. Watches. Nobody in our group watches this. Uh, well, the, sure, 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 sure. Name like five people in our group that are actually out doing stuff on a Friday night. I don't know. There's people that are like noticeably less less active during uh the weekends. Listen, I'm just saying, as a bigger who's watched many a stream over the past however many years. Like Friday nights are pretty prime for the online type to not actually go out and just stay home and watch. Well, I'll shit say, I'll say this: I, I do think I do think definitely in terms of relative gains, either way, Friday nights better because between the two of them, right? I would be much more likely to do something ambitious on a Saturday night than I would a Friday night if I was working Monday through Friday. Right. Because at the end of Friday, you'll still be a little bit tired from the work week, so you want a low impact thing to do. Like listening to a stream, right? Well, and and let's let's move forward with this because because this is only one tier of it. I want to move to Friday just because I like that more, but that obviously opens up Saturday to do something else potentially and return of After Dark, right? Again, also at an earlier time, not not at. I would have to I would have to look at oh shit. The only problem with that is college football. Eh, we could we could play around with it. it would, it'd be fun, and that's not for a couple of months anyway. Um, I would yeah, I'd like to do a return after dark. But you said something a little offhandedly the other day that really got the old noggin jogging, the old the old thinker thonking. And because you know we don't we don't really do politics on this show anymore, but if we had an after after dark, we we could, and it would be a great opportunity to bring back an old IP. 
maybe maybe have a little segment maybe call mm-hmm. it uh the tank mm-hmm. possibly the wrong think tank right well. terrible name but for a segment in our show i think it's fine yeah so and I, I think i think also for example if on that segment we ever want more guests or something i feel like right. that fits the theme of like you know like yeah. oh you're like an e-intellectual come on our show and talk about right retard shit that you're into i don't know and it's like <laughs> We need to like get a format where we can somehow convince people we don't like to come on the show and then like just dig into them. Yeah, but the problem but, like, is like with so many of our enemies, air quotes, or people that we've feuded with over the years are like obsessed with like the idea of like optics and everything that yeah. they would never go for it because it's like, oh, you know, they're not going to let yeah. themselves be put in that situation. They will not allow themselves to be put in a self defense situation. Yep. So. I mean, why they'll never win because you don't stick your neck out. I mean, you're not going to change shit. Yeah, yeah. You, nothing's going to happen unless you 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 are approached in a dark alley and put into that self defense situation. So, um, um yeah, no, that'd be cool. I, I think cool. that a lot of uh, I think a lot of possibilities we haven't considered yet might open up too, depending on how shit works out. Because like, yeah, for example, if I'm gonna, you know, like I've talked before or I've talked about before about like how. The, living situation here i kind of restricts how much i'm willing to like stream certain things right. you know, just because of like the risk of interruptions and stuff like like just the unpredictability around me right yeah and when that and also, changes and also, and also being self-conscious of being like overly online in a loud manner around relatives like, god what why <laughs> well just like you know it's not pleasant maybe for for like a person's family to hear them talking about like more more beefy subjects constantly in a lot like because like there are times where I would not mind doing a, a more ranty kind of politics show, for example. Mm-hmm. Dude, man, but, that's so good. Like, that's so crazy to me because, like, you know, I, I, I hear that from people a lot and they're like, oh, you know, you know, it, it's the old thing. It's like, you only say that because you're online. It's like, bro, I tone down my shit online. Like, you should, you should hear the shit we say around the family dinner table. Well, in terms of like actual, like, offensiveness right like there's not as long as there's like slurs that i won't say around like uh people that i know like 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 my family and stuff right like that's not really the issue right it's more just like the unhinged element of the online discourse that like ladies and gentlemen you heard it here first prude regularly says the hard r around his family my mom does that sometimes too and notice how he didn't deny that he didn't do it no i literally started the show with that about my family yeah, but yeah. your fan, you're y'all are based. He's he's sure, we're, 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 we're just talking about how his mom's Californians. Yeah, but like if she's you know she's she has a she has a based soul inside of her. Your your family is Californian, so I I question. Yeah, my mom literally souls. had a pastor for a father, so like come on, very oh, yeah, based. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. I'm just very saying, based, you know, so there's a little well, bit of an identity crisis happening. Speaking of, time. speaking of. Have we arrived at an answer to the B stub question yet? Are you still pondering it? I just I think the timing on because she's uh, been on like some leave for for some reason and uh, like the timing for when she has to return stuff, it would be awkward ah. for her to take another week off. Like she was offering and she could, but like I think it would be awkward for her to have to take a PTO right oh, after being okay. back. Okay. So I think I think the deal that I'm gonna pitch is like you know. Once things are settled in there, maybe just like come visit, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. 
Like, That's you use fair. the time then, you know? I, th- I feel like that would have been really good, but I feel like deep down you really kind of wanted to make that journey on your own. There was definitely, I mean, I won't deny that, right? Like, but like, I, I saw the argument you guys are making of like, yeah, it could yeah. be like a big, a big kind of memory thing too. That, yeah. like, you know, either, like, you know, like, I think you know, either way, I think either way it would have been. I, I, I think, I think it's definitely the sort of thing where there's really nothing to be gained and like kind of agonizing over what's the right choice, yeah. you know, because yeah. like the important thing is just doing it, I feel yeah. like. Um, so yeah, uh, so most likely not. I mean, that could change. Who knows? You know, who who the things are crazy these days. Who knows what happens? But uh, but most likely not. Mm. No, no, no. Uh, so, but you know. Um. Uh, all right. So I don't think I've, I don't think I I like directly asked. So like, all right. So next week is your last work of week week of work. Jesus Christ. Um. And so after that, so then. Is it, is it, what's the, what's, what's the timeline then from California to Knoxville? Is it an ASAP or is it kind of a wait and see? Well, I, I mean, there'd be at least a couple of days of like getting shit together. Um, oh, okay. Because like, when, I, when I say like in a wait and see, I'm in like a week or two. Well, I've told Tony this already that like, uh, like the ETA that like I'd probably be tentatively aiming for is arriving around the sixth. Uh, oh, okay. Which oh, okay. That, that's kind of what I was asking. I was like, are you still firm on that six? When, when when I when I leave in particular depends on a couple of factors, right? Like like how quickly I can just be ready to leave, you know, and right. then also like, um, if there's like anything else I have to do before I go, and then how how rapidly I want to traverse the country too, right? Because like. Right. There's a pretty across that amount of distance, right? There's a pretty high level of variance uh, among like how many days it could take. Because like, if you wanted to really take your time, you could do like a six or seven day trip. But you know, but, oh like, yeah. But uh, you could also do it in like, like two days if you just spend all your waking hours driving. You know, right? Um, so it just depends. But which I mean, obviously, the whole point of this is to kind of like have an experience along the way. So. Definitely, that'd definitely be miserable. So, like, probably yeah. on average, <laughs> it'd be like a four day thing or something, right? Because if you think it's it's about, let's see, let me bring up the estimate again. Um, hmm. So two weeks from Tuesday was about kind of when you'd be, and that's getting crazy close. Um, um let me hold on let me bring up the map here if what the fuck is my browser hey production errors man um, every time it is it is kind of crazy like as things are now progressing that because i mean you know at one point like the white house was just kind of like a throwaway joke for us they're just kind of like oh haha and then now as we approach like the second of the third moving out there and the reality of it like quickly is becoming reality. It's a little bit, it's a little bizarre sometimes when you think about it. I know already because I just know how I am that there's going to be moments that are completely surreal to me. Of oh, 100%. Transition. Um, but like, but just like, 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 if we're doing a little prude lore here, right? I would say, like, well, my like, if, if there's anything that I could be accused of in terms of like mental health weirdness, it's that I definitely 
experience phases of like depersonalization, derealization, you know, as like a subset of anxiety or whatever. Like that's right. kind of the, the the main things that I think I would say I really have an issue with. Uh huh. So I, it's just like a given anytime I do anything kind of like new and stressful that I'm going to experience a little bit of that, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just it's inevitable, which is fine. Mm, yeah. um, it's not like a big deal. It's just but like I, I know that like it, everything feels more strange at first than it does, you know, after you get adjusted. Sure, sure, sure. And I mean, culturally, it's kind of a huge shift as well. So, of course, I mean, I mean, you've, I mean you've already kind of experienced that by going out to Texas, huh? Google Maps is just not working for me right now. Um, okay, fair to say though that like from where I currently live to Mary around Maryville is basically a straight thirty-two hour drive. Uh, maybe a little bit more if I take the longer route, um, which then you know you could do three days of roughly eleven hours, you know, uh, factoring in at least one stop each day. Um, mm-hmm. And then four days, then that, you know, let's see. Basically eight hours a day across four days would be about right, which is a comfortable pace of driving for me. Okay. It could be longer. We'll see. Yeah. But, but still mostly aiming for that six number. Yeah, like, like the idea is that like maybe maybe if I'm behind that schedule, I hurry up a little bit faster with the driving. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, definitely. So, like, the main thing is I just have to do all the preparations, and you know, I know there's some effort ahead of me still, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll one by one I'll knock I'm it out. I have to move the one cardboard box out of the spare room pretty fucked up. <laughs> What's in the cardboard box? Uh, it's empty boxes. It's what my work stuff was sent in because like, oh. I have to sit back in those boxes. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. You're just, you're cruising through these lakes. Well, this is this is just like I'll throw up on stream because we don't really have anything else going on right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of I'm kind of looking at this like because this is we were t- we were for a reference we were talking earlier today about kind of like what our range is going to end up being, like mm-hmm. you know in, in the first arc I guess you could say of it like it's it's kind of just kind of that Knox Jefferson severe blunt area, but in time we kind of want to make it that whole. TVA slash Appalachia territory. And that does in earnest kind of like begin over here, like kind of around Fort Payne in Alabama. Like you, I mean, you can see here on this map, like topographically, like this is all starting to get pretty mountainous. I mean, the Smokies are right here. So, um, like there's, there's a lot of interesting shit going on over here is what I'm saying. So I was just looking at it. There's a pretty cool bridge. Is this an, I think it's this one for uh, veterans drive bridge uh no this wasn't the one that's a very boring bridge what the hell is the bridge i was thinking of huh no i can't find it anyway it's very very cool up in here oh here we go captain john snod you, you ever uh been to the captain john snodgrass bridge oh yeah yep mm. 
Look at that. Oh. Oh, that's some that's some Kino with the with the kind of the hills in the background. Oh yeah. That's that's Kino. Uh Northern Alabama is very nice. Very, very nice. I think it's it's on par with even some parts of Tennessee, I would say. And, you know, it's Alabama. Like, mm-hmm. I, I will I will be honest. I'm very very excited about living in Tennessee, but I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I would still probably choose Alabama, just because wow. of the implicate just because of the implications. You know, is it, is, it, is it a football thing or um is that the implication you're talking about? No, no. Like a, like a, is it like a southern loyalty thing or like no a, no like a, like a sweet home Alabama. Type, type deal. I mean, I mean, we're we're from Alabama, okay, not so like an a couple of generations back, but we were there for a very long time. Like, I, I think I've mentioned like my dad's family was from Louisiana, but they hadn't been there very long, right? They weren't the and and um the the namesake that I I take in a lot of things, they were from there. They were from Louisiana for a long, long time, but. Yeah. My actual family name is not from Louisiana. It's from Alabama. So um, not a not a ton of loyalty for and then Mississippi. I mean, we're very well, like the 70s. We've only been here like 50 years. So, I mean, n- compromises between those two states. No, yeah, I guess so. No loyalty to Mississippi, though. I, uh, weirdly enough, I have like no I have a very passing connection to Tennessee from like the 1600s or something. But um yeah so uh 1600s huh yeah well oh, y'all some of like the pre-settler settlers yeah i'm 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 not even joking um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try and count all the greats but it's the great 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 something captain john blank was literally the captain of a ship and it's like one of the first dozen to land in uh, Jamestown. So we have been here. I, I mean, well, very cool, James. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I say this a lot, but like my family has been in this country before it was a country. So I see. Don't 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 come in with that. You know that un-American shit. We were hey, well, here first. Counterpoint here. Uh. The history was all made up when I was born and started existing. So very, like, did any of that really very, happen? very extremely based. Right. In fact, that's one of the most base things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, you know, like my family history does not go far that far back, as far as what we know. Like the genealogy we have is like basically, like the patrilineal line came from, or not, not my patrilineal line, but like my mom's patrilineal line came from. Uh, northern germany and then through the north of the country um before coming to california and they're in uh peoria illinois so Ugh. i wouldn't admit uh, that so yeah it's not very exciting no trying to find i saw i saw it once and now i'm gonna have trouble finding it again Oh, this, oh, yeah, this, so what's funny is, like, a lot of my ancestors are named after presidents, like, 
One of them is James Madison. One's Quincy Adams. Um, a, apparently one was called... This isn't... This would have been like... Barack Obama. This would have been on my, like... Let's see. that. Hold on. Let me see if I, let me see if I can do this right. Hold on. Uh, let me let me do this out. Okay, so that's great. Okay, that's great. Great. Great, great. My great, great grandmother's dad. His name, and I mean, I'll, I'll, I, can, I can say it out loud because I mean, if you, if you can manage to dox me off this, that's fucking impressive as shit. His name was Sergeant George Washington Cheney. <laughs> okay. What was he a sergeant in? Doesn't say. Sucking dicks. Oh, yeah, is oh, uh, Company One, Second Kentucky Infantry, CSA. Let's go. Hmm. Let's fucking go. Um, I didn't. Oh wow, Ooh, the communist cool. social anarchists. No, the Confederate no. States of America. Anyway, Ooh. sorry, I was looking for. Who was the guy that was that lived in Georgia? I can't find it now. Was it uh, Stetson Bennett? Don't you joke! Don't you fucking joke with me! Don't you put that! Don't you put that evil on me, son! Don't you even? He was the fourth. Don't 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 put that evil on me. I ain't got none of that bad blood in my family. This guy was from. This guy was born in South Carolina. At some point, he married in Henry George. The hell is Henry Georgia? Henry Georgia is uh south of Atlanta. No, that's not Henry Georgia. That's Henry County. Is that what that is that what that means? Henry County. Okay, well, it's near Atlanta, so that's where he was married. And that's not even Damn, that's your relative with a black man. Wow. Fucked up. Hey, what if hey, what if I was? What if I am? Hmm? Hmm? What's wrong with that? Does that mean you get the card? God, I you wish. You get the pass? I wish. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, what can Twitch do when you're legally black? Yeah. Yeah, what are you I mean what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say about that? Here, I I, I wanna okay. How can I let me bring this up so it's not in I think we're I think we're fine on this. How do we say this name? Lodowix van der Straten. Because this is one of my great 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 grandfathers. I don't I I think that I missed a couple of grades, but hmm. genealogy's weird because like you go back through it and you're like, who are these people? Like you're it's so like it's so disconnected from who you are as a human being. Yeah, I mean when you consider like your average person is shitting out a couple of kids and those kids are shitting out a couple of kids, it's a pretty fucking big trick. No. Yeah. That guy only had one kid. He had a he had a, a daughter. And she only lived to be 58. Ooh, what rough. Oh, well, if it's like a woman bloodline, is that even really your bloodline? That's true. 
Ooh, I'm seeing a lot of French names on here, and I'm not liking it. Well, you did yeah. say Louisiana. Yeah, but I mean, like, for, like France, France, like. Well, this guy's name is Jean Jean de Ruin, but he was in the Netherlands. Oh, this guy was in France, though. Well, you know, uh, I've got I've got some French in me too, and you know, it can't be helped. Oh, it can. I be. can happily say I have absolutely no French in me. Yeah, but that's because you're like 100% Moroccan. What? Like North African. Man, I keep new lore? I keep clicking this arrow and it just keeps going. Listen, brother, I'm 100% Italian. Well, yeah, that's what I meant, North African. No, I am... like the base part of Italy, not the African part. <laughs> is, is there an African part of Italy? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we don't talk about that area, brother. I am I'm so far back in this that I'm almost to triple digits. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but like at that point, how much can you actually confirm? I mean, dude, you don't know how autistic these genealogy <laughs> people get. Traces genealogy to like fucking Muhammad. Okay, who alright, I wanna pull this guy up because I don't even think this Holy shit Tay is related to the Buddha. All right, who is this? Who is this Jigga? Saswalan de Lille, born 1000 AD. <laughs> who? Oh, shit. It says he's dead, but it didn't say when he died, so he's actually still alive. Oh, based. Title of nobility, the one heir, Chatelet. What? Huh? What is, what is that? What does that mean? Is that a made-up title? Uh... Oh, great. The wiki article for it is literally, I think, only in French. Four languages? Oh, it's in four languages, oh, none of which tra I speak. Translate it to German. What, what language is Picard? Um, Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, like, is Picard a real language? Or is it actually the like Chatelainet de Lille, Lille is a former barony of Flanders during the Middle Ages located around Lille. Okay, so he was just, he was like a baron of Flanders. That's kind of cool, I guess. Apparently, Picard is a real language. Oh, that... here he is. Oh, that's oh. him. <laughs> that's kind of cool. We are we are learning some stuff about Mister. There's, there's a little map there. If you look at the map. Okay, I don't recognize those features, but no, I don't. Can I? Do Do I have a claim to any of this? Is my question. And I like go that, that actually you know that actually reminds me that I heard through my grandma that like there might be ancestral land somewhere in France. Oh base? Because her her line is the French right. side. I um well there's there's a, a a house or something named after us in Devon, England. A Bickham house. We don't I don't think it's I don't think it's actually owned by oh shit. Fuck. Okay. It's fine. Nothing came up. Um, I don't think. Uh, like I don't think anyone actually like lives there anymore. It's like I think it's like a. I forgot what it actually is now. But it's not like a home. You know what I mean. It's like I think it might even be like a business or something. Anyway, it's just gonna yeah no like genealogy is wild because like you can just go like back in this shit and it's like. 
Oh god, I thought it said George Floyd. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, it would have been it was 1652, not the same one, but that would have no, been weird. Man, he's like altering space time. That's true. Saint, saints go both directions. And I mean, yeah, then that, you know that's crazy. For like, uh, it's like okay, cool, but that's like, God, who even is that? That's my great, 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 great grandfather's wife's something wife's line. So I mean, that's like not even my family, but it is cool because like go through my actual family. Mm-hmm. and follow first off shout out to how many johns there were like half the people on this list are johns it'll see there'll be like there'll be a couple and there'll be like a william then a richard but then it's just john 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 how far the, back the, can the I... real johnton starts here oh oh who's sir well this is okay so this isn't can I pull this up without anything? Yeah. I can't believe Tay's next in line to be the Dalai Lama. Sir John Day Northwad the first, the Sheriff of Kent. Hmm. Huh. He was a knight. Holy shit, he was a knight. That's cool as hell. Baron. Yeah. Huh. That's uh that's pretty cool. That was a long time say, ago. Like, like being a baron, like as far as like nobility titles of those times go, being a baron is like, it's the rowdiest of the titles. Yeah. Now I do have to raise a question. Like, when you're tracing your lineage back that far, like, I feel like the only results you're really gonna get are the nobles because your average peasant, yeah, probably isn't gonna have these records on them. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive that like so many branches of my family can go back so many different ways because this is like like I said this is my actual namesake line. If I go all the way back and I go to the other side um, of the namesake that I adapt, which where are you? Here we go. Oh, the Ron family. The yeah, the Rons. Can you go to her, please? Hello? Why will it not? No? Hello? This is fucky. Oh, I see, because it's it's focused on him. Hold on. How do I focus on someone else? This website's weird. Okay, here we go. Alright, yeah, yeah. So you can go back to that. And they lived in Arkansas for a while, which is weird, because... Well, it's actually not that weird um, because they moved out of Louisiana sometimes, sometime after the Civil War and it was around that time that they didn't have money anymore. And I like to not think too deeply on the implications of that. If you know what I mean? Like, I just, I kind of like to push that one towards the back of my mind and not consider what that means, especially in conjunction with the fact that there's a lot of black people in Louisiana with my same last name. So trying not to think about that and the implications. So, okay. It wasn't, I think it's ancestry that 
because this this is a different website and for some reason ancestry and this website don't say different things they just have different information about different people and the other one goes way farther back on my grandmother here we go and i can go way further back all the way to uh let's see a lot of williams on that side a lot of johns too actually jesus christ holy crap this hold on hold on this person had one two th one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen children Jesus. Jesus that's rough poor woman let's see how far back and a lot of Richards yeah, a lot of Williams for some reason it's weird like like when you keep going back like people were not very creative with names and they were just like my name's Richard now your name's Richard and here's something I've always thought was interesting. So the, the furthest back relative that I can get to on this side is, I can't pull this over because it shows my name, but um, so this is one of those things. And I, I guess it was something about like, you know, how names evolve over time. So our name was not originally Bick Bick Ham, B I C K H A M. It was Bicom, B Y C O M M B E. And at some point, I guess my man's is a Bicom fucking loser. <laughs> Get his ass. Um, but I guess that's just one of those things. Like over time, it's simplified down to like Bickham because it, you know, essentially sounds the same. So, um, but old boy was from Crocom. Croak, Crocom? That's not a real place. Is it? Crocom, England. Nope, that's a real place. Huh. It's a village and civil parish under the Quantuck. Man, these aren't, okay, y'all are just making shit up. These aren't real places. In Somerset. Okay, Somerset's at least a real place. But what, like, the the first document evidence of the village is by, what, what is this, what is this letter? It's like an it's like an E, but it's got a lean to attached to it. What is oh, this? Dude, that's that? the A. That's the A. That's e e like, like an old English thing. Eth Wolf of Wessex. And what? What is? What? What? What is? What is this? It's like a Beowulf thing. What is? What? What are these words? Storkel Destonier. That sounds like Swedish or something. Is this? Oh no, worse Danish. Thorgil Sprackleg. Oh man, this is some uh, villain song. Nice family shit. idiot. These, well, these no, these aren't these. Th these people have no relation to me. So, well, still, so, you know, this is from when English. Oh, look at the. Wait, it's when Fork here. King of Denmark. No, these yeah, are related. these are these people are not related to me. No, no, I know. I'm just saying that was an interesting, interesting uh, little tree down there. Yeah. So, so I think uh, is this when the second that might be the one in. Vinland? I don't know. Oh my god, is that a heckin' Vinland soccer reference? I'm pog I'm pogging. I'm soy facing right same, now. Same. Is that a is that a heckin' anime reference? I hope so. 
Is that a, is that a heckin' wholesome Chungus reference? Honestly, if if your ancestors don't have an anime made about them, like, kind of, what's the point? I mean, you're kind of not lying, dude. It's like it's kind of fucked up that they didn't that they didn't do something worthy of that. Yeah. Where's Vance? He's just out Vancing. Where's Frank? Man, shout out to Dontarius who has literally slept all day. Like, not figured he is. He has uh, literally slept all day. Kind of. I, I don't alive. get how people do it because there's definitely like unless I'm like severely sleep deprived, there's like a limit to how. Yeah, my body starts hurting. Like, I, there's a point where like I'll just wake up and I literally cannot go back to sleep. Like, right. No, I I could go back to sleep, but like my body starts hurting. Like I get sore. Like I'm I, I'm like this isn't comfortable anymore. Well, and I, I've had that experience. It's just that like yeah. I really cannot oversleep anymore. Which honestly is is really for the best. Because well, like yeah, you don't want to sleep your life away. No. There's shit to do, man. Things to see, places to go, like. Cleveland, Tennessee, that I just accidentally clicked on. I'm, I'm, what the hell is I'm this? grateful for it because you know if I can get by on seven hours instead of eight or whatever. Oh, I fucking idiot! I know exactly where Cleveland. Is. Jesus Christ! It's at the junction of it's seventy-five, and that's where you go to get over on eleven and then four eleven. Duh. Oh shit! They got a Publix, bro. I tell you what, that was the, the that was the only thing I could think of in Walmart the other day. Like I wasn't excited to be in Walmart and like have more stuff. I was like, man, I can't wait to have a pub, be a, be in a town that's a Publix. I just want to go get a pub sub. Where's the Walmart in Maryville? Bro, we went over this like last week. I don't remember. Not it's down the road from Kroger. You're down the road from Kroger. Okay. Let's go to Chick Fil A. This keeps wanting to give me the Mary's fucking. It's also Wal- up the road from Kroger. Maryville Tien. Walmart. God, Taylor, are you retarded? Uh, I believe it's on the 411 or some shit like that. It's on one 33. Oh, wait, that's the one in Alcoa. No, that's the one. Why does it say Alcoa there? Yeah, they just like the thing about Alcoa is it kind of like wraps around oh. Maryville. Tuscaloosa does that, and it always it always freaks me the fuck out of me, because like so there's there's the town of Tuscaloosa, and then on the other side of the river, the north side, there's a town called get this Northport, right? So if you go straight, right, and across the river, you're in Tuscaloosa, and then you cross the river, you're in Northport. But then if you keep going straight, you're in Tuscaloosa again, somehow, because it like wraps yeah. around Northport. I I hate shit like that. That's so annoying. Like just. That yeah, should be like illegal. If you follow this road up a bit, there's another Walmart that might actually be labeled as in Maryville. Like, I keep going up. Mm, there's the Target, the Home Depot. There's the Lowe's. There's yeah. the Wally World. Okay. Yeah. Oh, with the Chick fil A? Let's go. Damn, it's just like the other one. They got Chick fil A at all of these. Wait, really? Was there a Chick fil A at the other one? There's a Chick fil A across the street from the other one, too. No shit. I don't think it was across the street. It's more like near the Kroger. Yeah, I don't. It's nowhere near, dog. Oh wait, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. You were looking at a different one before. I guess so. Oh, speaking of, I mean, kind of off topic, but oh, here it is. There's the Chick Fil A. 
damn, two Chick-fil-A's like not even like maybe four miles separated. That's crazy, man. And, and they're both closed on Sunday. Hey. Um, yeah, that's uh, we got it. I saw yesterday leaving Walmart though, where they're putting the firehouse up, and it looked like so they don't have they're not building they're not building a location. It's going in a pre-existing location. So, man, they might have that shit built relatively soon. Cause I'm excited. I'm kind of excited. Like, all right, actually, you know what? Let's talk about this for a second. I have never been to a firehouse up. Have y'all? Same. Never been. I've been to one once or twice. Ooh, holy shit. What is this? Like a meatball, like with melted, like provolone or something on it. I, I, I'll say this about Ooh. it. I feel like, I feel like they're kind of like Jersey Mike's with Jersey Mike's specialized in like melty sandwiches. Right. Like we're also, sandwiches too, but. we're also allegedly getting a Jimmy John's. Yeah. Here it actually is coming soon. Um, I think I'll have to use this one though if I want to check the menu. Um, is it gonna actually? I hate these things where like you have to go through like ten thousand steps just to like see the menu, which I think it's doing to me right now. Nope. Here we go. Okay. Time too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's take a look at this. Uh, new the smoking triple stack, which looks like what is this? Beef brisket, smoked turkey breast, and Virginia honey. Melted cheddar, sweet and tangy slaw. I could do with or without that. But the the barbecue sauce? Shit. Shit. You can't skip this. All right, hot specialties. All right, so this is what I saw is this firehouse meatball. Uh, yeah, Italian, Italian meatballs, melted provolone, zesty marinara, and Italian seasoning with a dill pickle spear. I miss me with that dill pickle spear, but who? All right, so they're okay. So the smallest five twenty. They're medium. I wish they would say like how big these are. Mm. But at eight hundred forty calories, that's that's kind of like nearly on par with Subway, but maybe a little bit smaller. So I'm gonna guess it's like nine inches, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's like a six nine twelve scheme. Yeah, I bet it is. Let me actually look that up. Firehouse uh, sizes. Uh, four eight twelve. Look at you, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, close. Yeah. Um, what'd you say? I said a uh, six nine twelve. Oh. Whatever. No, I gotta say that that engineer, interesting name. Uh, the smokehouse beef and cheddar brisket looks real good to oh, me. That does. That looks incredibly good. Like a, like uh, USDA smoked beef brisket. Um, only thing they're missing though is the au jus sauce. Well, sure, because they do it like barbecue style. If they didn't have the barbecue sauce, then then they need to give you something like that. The New York steamer. You boys ever had a New York steamer? <laughs> it sounds like a euphemism it for does. something you find in like the subway. <laughs> I hey, think you ever uh, taken a nice New York steamer. I think I think that's what provoked Daniel Perry. Actually, was the uh, New York <laughs> yeah, steamer. He's all Penny. New York sorry, he wasn't... Daniel Penny. Sorry, it's so weird that two men, both veterans, with almost the exact same name, have been charged with the exact same shit of like self defense. That's so weird. That's one of those things. I'm like, are you fucking with me? Oh, oh they got spicy Jamaican, Jamaican jerk. Are they got, oh, they got cold, cold sub? 
Oh, just, just yeah, that's a rough, just an Italian and a tuna salad. That's rough. Well, an Italian. Look, if you're getting a cold sub, uh, an Italian's kind of all you need. Honestly, if you're getting a cold sub, you kind of deserve to have your head caved in. In my times where it's refreshing, like on a hot day, I'll get a cold sub yeah, for sure. So. That steak and t- I tell y'all what though, nothing will ever beat a Quiznos steak and cheese. Nothing's well, even going to really come that's close. Actually, that's actually what Firehouse reminds me of is like a more premium Quiznos because it's like the similar focus on like the toasty, melty sandwiches. And so and like actually, Quiznos. funny enough, Tony may know this a little bit of trivia. Did you know Maryville has a Quiznos? Uh, yeah, we've talked about it before on the stream. Yeah, but does Prude know where it is? Nope. <laughs> it's at the airport. Of course. Yeah, of course. That's because that's so easy to get to. So, well, yeah, and, and you know, I got a bone to pick with that airport. I'm not going to get into it right now. But, no, get into it. We got time. Well, you know, it's just, it's just like the third most expensive airport in the U.S. Oh, okay. It's because it's small. Well, it's small, yeah, and it's like kind of it's like kind of a busy spot for like how how big it is, but it's just yeah. you know. It's just kind of lame. It's just a little lame that you know it's a major city. Let's let's expand the airport. Let's cut the prices in half. I feel yeah. I feel like Knoxville really could do better. Like, you know, you're not exactly hurting for space anywhere because I mean, like, north of Knoxville is pretty. Here's what I'm saying: get get the partnership set up. Get me flights to Japan for three hundred dollars. Okay, now okay, now you're just being crazy. Now you're just being crazy. So, now you're just being crazy. It's going to happen. No, it's going to be one of our platforms. I was thinking about funny because we were talking about earlier, like where we eventually like want to see things go, you know, talking in relation to our, like our early operating area. But mm-hmm. I think like a long term, like, you know, like 10, 15 years or something, I would like to, cause you know, obviously our whole gimmick is essentially the Appalachians. Right. But I think it would be interesting to like have a, a thing the Rockies, right? What? What? Go out, go out west, check out the Rockies. No, I'll pass. Well, okay, maybe that's a mean, maybe that's a mean prude thing. Then well, I was he, also, could, he could be the home team back at home. Then I was also thinking, like, hey, what if we then, like, you know, had a special where we go and check out like the Alps, Switzerland, mm-hmm. stuff like that? Huh? Yeah. Mm. Hey, if we do the Sierras. Eh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, no, no. Let's, I'm just gonna be real. I'm gonna be real, and I think Tony's gonna back me up here. Who cares? I think, I think there's a lot of potential for a, uh, you know, even if one of you doesn't want to do it, the other one could come. Like a, like a, you get dragged out west and you have to be guided through the Californian experience type thing. I think it would be funny. (sighs) No. I I, 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 I hear you for the, and content. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Cause, cause like, like the whole bit would be like, you just like expressing disgust at everything. It'd be funny. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of on board, but I don't know, man. And, we'll, and like, it we'll won't see. all be cringe. Like it'll just be cringe in like the cities, but like we'll go to the mountains and it'll be cool. Have you been to this Aldi's yet, Tony? Not a big Aldi's guy. Yeah. Not really. I yeah. like Aldi. I've never been. To, I mean, isn't that like a Euro thing? 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's like literally a German store. They're trying to break into the American market. Or not trying, apparently. They're successfully doing it. They're very cheap for basics. Like, uh, Holy shit, yeah, what? I don't know how old that picture is. Well, that's 2017. But like, oh, yeah. They even ain't even that cheap 20, no more. Even in 2017, that would have been a pretty good price out here, at least. Yeah. Um, that would have been a good price here. So they, they would do like basics like that really cheap, kind of as their specialty. Yeah. Okay, I understand. What the fuck? I gotta throw this up on the screen. Screen. Like People a... have put the craziest pictures on Google Images or Google Maps or whatever. Like this guy is just like. Well, it's like if you're trying to go for something, couldn't you just do like another take? Maybe this is. Maybe this was the one. Maybe this was the take. Uh, I guess so. Maybe this was the take. So. Yeah, I've never been to an Aldi's. Big old. Juice I have, and it's just. This is not my store. Okay. It, I mean, I fuck with it. So here's the thing. Part of why they keep prices down is like they don't have dedicated stalkers. Like the people at the checkout just like run around and stock shit as needed. And they right. like, you see how they don't have shelves. They just kind of stack the bulk boxes of stuff. Honestly based. Honestly it's just, based. It's, it's to uh, cut down staffing and like. Oh, yeah. I mean, the yeah, store yeah, yeah. feels very autism. Well, it's German. Well, yeah, as I was gonna say, it, it has. There's definitely a, a German thought process behind it. I think. But what if we have this store, but there's uh, no stackers? And then they also don't have like a cart return staff because, like, yeah, you have to pay a quarter to get your cart, and if you want your quarter back, you have to actually return it to the store, which you should be doing anyways. Yeah, based. Well, right, but they don't have like the cart return things in the parking lot. You straight up have to bring it back into the well, store. Well, that's so they don't have to employ cart people. To, I, to I love them. this picture here. It, it's a picture of uh, like a white what a Ranger Ford at Ford Ranger, like slightly not in the right parking spot. It's like a little bit on the caution mm -hmm. lines. And a lot of these pictures that are on Google Maps come from reviews, of course. And I don't know if I can go to the context of this. I don't think I can. But you just know that this comes from a review of the place. And it's just the most bitching and name shit possible. Because that's fair. All... That, guy, that guy did park like a fucking idiot. Okay, but he's not infringing on a different space. And if anything, I agree with it. Because parking within the confines of the spot opens you up to your car getting, you know, nicked or something. Yeah. That's so true. the more space you put between you and anyone else is a good call. I'm still judging him. Oh, I'm not. I, I, I. Hey, man. Power to the people. That truck's not nice enough to give a shit about being like dinged or something. So. Oh, it's right next to Our Lady Fatima. This is one of the nicer Catholic churches in the area. Otherwise, yeah. It's not as nice as that. Fatima. Fatima. We don't, we don't, we don't disparage the name of Our Lady Fatima. I didn't realize Fatima was a major figure in. Oh my Catholic. God! Are you serious? Fatima is like, like one of the major ones. I always thought that all the Fatimas were like Muslim people. No, uh, in fact, Fatima is was. Um, she got canonized because, or not can? Whatever they call it, when they do the, I don't. Can you canonize? A, yeah, you can canonize women. Um, she was uh, one of the like the bigger miracles, one of the bigger Marian apparitions. I can't tell you off the top of my head which one. Well, I'll look it up. Uh, Lady uh, Fatima miracle. Um. Oh shit! Yeah, this was the big one. 
This was in the one in Portugal where like 15,000 people saw it. I see. So, okay, it was... Uh, oh, sorry, nearly 70,000 people. I thought it was like supposed to be an individual person named Fatima who was like famous or something. No. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the story. It appeared to three young children. Yeah, and this is... I love reading about this one because it's, this is one where it really stretches, like, the, the bounds. Like, they had to, like, come up with a, a whole new excuse for this one. Because when it happened, they were like, you know, oh, that can't happen. You know, it's whatever. And it's like, yeah, but, like, multiple tens of thousands of people saw it. So what happened is essentially is the uh, the the Blessed Virgin Mary appeared before some children and the children were told that there was going to be a miracle and to gather people and a bunch of people came 70,000 apparently um and said they saw like the sun like bounce around in the sky or something something some crazy shit happened mm. and like a bunch of people were there like even like non-believers and they saw it and I, you read all the explanations, and this point you go, mm, actually, it was it was mass paranoia. Right. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Even like people who were like reporters were there, and were like, yeah, I saw that shit, man. It's so. hard to believe that like just a like a thing like that would be more successful at like psyoping people in mass compared to like intentional psyops that have been run for years in the United States. Like, yeah, it's in and, and what's crazy about it is they chalked it up to like a mass hysteria event, right? And when you go through like the what they've labeled as mass hysteria, it was like actual hysterics, right? Like, you know, laughing plagues or whatever, dancing plagues, stuff like that on a very small scale. This, first off, is the only one that produced like visual apparition, visual hallucinations. And secondly, is the only one that's even remotely on that scale. They literally had to just stretch the definition of what mass hysteria is so far to try and deny that maybe perhaps a miracle happened. I hate, I hate science people like so much. Right, because like there's a point where you have to concede like, what, like is there ever a case where they would let it just simply be that? No. Like where they, where, where they just throw up their hands and they're like, yeah, we can't, we no. can't explain it. Like, you know, like they'd always come up with some bullshit. It, every single time. Like, and, it, and it's that way with like, I mean, we, you even go further than like religion and stuff and you start looking into like conspiracy theory stuff. And, you know, for TOS reasons, I won't get too deep into that, but uh, let's you, let's stay safe with like UFO stuff. Right. Mm. And I mean, they will like, there is no level, right. That they will go perhaps, right. They'll go plausible every single time they have some bullshit excuse and the standard by which a lot of these debunking things like the father of the grandfather of debunking was james randy right mm -hmm. and he had this million dollar challenge or hundred thousand dollar challenge over the years or something and he he would he challenged him was like if you're psychic telekinetic anything come prove it to me and you can have a hundred thousand dollars well first off by his own admission he didn't even have a hundred thousand dollars secondly to even do the test, you had to do a bunch of pre-tests to weed, and it weeded like half the people out. So the only, essentially, in essence, what happened was the only people who even got through to the actual stage to be actually tested were people who were proven shysters, right? Were proven frauds who couldn't even remotely do what they said they could. And the only reason that he chose them was because he already knew that he could debunk it. 
anything that he looked at, any of these tests, because like, tens of thousands of people were rejected, anything that even remotely looked like something that he maybe perhaps couldn't explain, he just denied outright and wouldn't even test them. And, yeah, and like that's an outlier. And he's the one that's considered like the gold standard of debunking. And and you're right. Like they literally, these people exist in a way their whole worldview exists because they just blindly go that can't be real, and anything that might be too real, I just I pretend like I do not see it. Right. So it's like, despite all the claims of like rigor and like you know experimentation, yeah. testing, all these like uh, faculties of science, right? right. It's like like it's just ironically like they like a priori right like declare without anything being investigated at all that like if something was so outlandish that it just couldn't be explained then surely it's just not not a, a credible phenomena that's right. occurred you know and like and if you want to get into some real deep conspiracy stuff a lot of people have claimed that James Randi was just like a CIA spook in the first place and that anyone who actually was real and was stupid enough to out themselves, they just they just had the CIA kill him. Which definitely could believe it. Yeah. So. Uh, but I mean, yeah, to your point, like, yeah, there's no like, you, you know, that's the big thing. And they were like, well, if there was evidence of God, I would believe him. It's like, bro, like fucking look around you. Like, just take a just do a 360. Right. Now, not only are you discarding present evidence, but like we have reason enough to probably believe at this point that for decades prior, what could be construed as evidence has been discarded as it was collected. Too. Right. So like there, there isn't even a there isn't even like a canon of pre-existing evidence in official records because it was never allowed to be right. logged as such you know and the thing that i always bring up is like you can't on one hand say god doesn't exist because we can't observe him and on the other hand saying literally 99 percent of our like scientific theories rely on something called dark matter by the way we can't see it or detect it like you cannot have both yeah, these it's, things. It's literally just a, uh, right now. It's literally just a theory that exists to like. It's it's literally what they try to call like the god of the gaps, right? Like it's yeah. just like yeah, it's their own version it's, of that. It's, it's the same shit. It's like oh well, this this has to kind of exist in some capacity yeah. for our shit to work. Mm -hmm. But we've done nothing to like empirically verify it. Well, it's yeah, it's like the finger in the dike of your theory. It's like I this has to be here or else my theory doesn't work. And it's like well, that's like. <laughs> my brother and my brother in christ that's literally the scientific method well, if, you, yeah, if your theory doesn't work without it it's not a good theory right well that's the whole humor of it all right like i don't presume right. presume to have access to the absolute truth on all this but like no. the whole thing of going like you know sorry sorry i i just want to i just want to stop you for a second the word you're looking for is gnosis go on was it i don't know anyway so like the uh you know the difference between like having a cascading like house of cards of presumptions and like conveniences like that you know to to try to create a working system as they have with like modern day physics and stuff versus like just one kind of hard to verify given which is that okay there's there's a, a divine figure that has enabled it all you know like like, right. like it just seems like like we're being reductionist right like the the latter case is not any more ridiculous whatsoever compared to like like a series of fucking copes, you know, right. of like like if we if if we take this as as a given, then this is true. It's like, well that's right. 
I don't I don't know what like about that is any more rigorous. I, it's not. It's just it's just one of those things like modern day atheism just boils down to like I hate my dad, right? right? And and the the obsession with materialism, uh, of the philosophical stance, not you know mm-hmm. commerce. Uh, you know, of this, it, it's literally just like, oh, my dad was a Catholic and he might have kind of been a jerk and probably not even probably not even that much of a jerk. He just asked you to go on like go to church once in a while. Well, yeah, and it's like more broadly too, like any any sort of faith, really. But like, I guess for the, the Westerners that we're familiar with, it's going to be some form of Christianity in most cases. Like, right. Just the idea that like there was a thing that imposed the standards and like the the culture and the individuals now are like just butthurt at the idea of having standards at all I, like, i've always found that hilarious that like you you the thing the the go-to thing is always like i don't want your religion shoved down my throat it's like my my friend we're literally asking you to just not watch pornography that's that's it like right. that's that's what like the one of the main things that like we're against is like hey this sinning thing that is like demonstrably out of even at the scope of religion, like even by your, you know, blessed holy science, like all these things, like even even science says porn's bad for you, right? Well, yeah, and it's like yeah. I'm just I'm literally asking you, maybe like don't do it. Like, oh, oh, hey, you know the 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 overabundance of like food and alcohol that's also your blessed science says is bad for you. Maybe don't do that. Maybe maybe oh. you know, practice moderation. Like the Bible says. Well, and I think the thing that always amuses me on this matter is that, like, if they had anything more than, like, a really surface-level understanding of it all, and and especially because, like, so much of the understanding is based on what, in my opinion, is purely just, like, apocryphal and, like, fan fiction works. Like, like so, like, for example, a, a common, like, reditoid, like, atheist-type, like, complaint is basically, like, popular conceptions of hell and how awful they think it is. It's, like, right. like... Do they do they understand that like so much of the popular modern conception of what hell is like is basically from a fucking fanfic, right? You know, like 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 a lot of it's from literally just like Dante's Inferno. You know, like yeah. Well, there's yeah a hold few... on, I mean that's an interesting thing to bring up because actually Dante's Inferno is one of the few things that doesn't present it as a flaming pit of hell. Um, well, but you know what I'm saying is like like there's like I guess they get like it from that. the Inferno part, which is ironic because there's no Inferno in it. Well, this just the conception of it being like it, like a specific specific realm of like torment and stuff. You know, right. like I'm very much of the opinion that if there is such a thing as hell, it's like a self imposed distancing from God. You know, like no, that's, that's what the like, Bible literally says. the right. The Bible says that hell is a separation from God. I think only once in passing, in Revelations. So, like, not even, you know, of the actual hard, you know, yeah, testaments. Well, is it actually referred to in 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 uh, the cataclysmic terms like that? And of course, if we're taking it in the context of Revelation, it's not even referring to the actual hell. It's it's a it's a parable of something else. But anytime oh, anytime like that like Jesus fire, himself right? spoke mean, of hell, it's literally just separation from God. Well, I was gonna say because like in Revelation, right, the lake of fire is mentioned as as far as like where the you know where the devil is cast and all that shit. Right. You know, like. Um, in my mind, like that's that's yeah, that's not representative of hell. That's representative of, like ac- like annihilationism, right? Like he's yeah. just being cast. He's being like told to fuck off, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Metaphysically, like like yeah. by you don't exist anymore, and this is you know the the rhetorical imagery we're choosing to represent the fact that you're being like just completely fucking smited out of existence, right? Um, 
so like yeah it, it is it is funny that like but anyway so my point originally was that like i think a lot of atheists like blame that like oh like, hell is too cruel it's like dude like it it's it's like what you're doing right now is creating it like it's not, yeah it's not anything right. more than that right and like all, all this sh like as much as you want to bitch about impose morality like for the most part i i think at least in you know obviously there's Ooh. different sectarian opinions on this and stuff but like for the most part i think it's all pretty easy going about sin you know like i mean the whole premise is that like you're it's kind of unavoidable anyways you know right. like and well yeah and and this the whole is thing actually is, the whole thing is basically the whole reason why it's talked about is like not that you're gonna ever be able to avoid it all entirely but that like you shouldn't revel in it you know like you shouldn't right and and this is a, this actually ties into something else that you made me think of i was yeah. i got into an argument with a guy once and he i mean typical typical 115 guy you know hit hit all hit all the you know the hallmarks and he yeah. he did the classic thing and he was like huh well are you wearing a garment with two different you know fabrics or something you know that that right. classic thing that they pull out of their ass and that's one of my favorite ones because like when when they cite that you can just kind of go ahead and write them off because they don't honestly know what the hell they're talking about yeah. because if you don't know the difference between uh Le the levitican ceremonial jewish law which was essentially just the laws of the nation it was essentially like what what kind of like our constitution right? right which is what that was versus the moral laws that were handed down from god to abraham which mm -hmm. is the ten commandments and then some of the other ones but that stuff is like you know the the different the garments of different uh fabrics uh a lot of dietary stuff right that was all jewish ceremonial law it was and, not a moral and, law. And much of that ceremonial law probably being based on pragmatism based on like health standards and stuff. It was, yes, exactly. It was it was an it was like most nations' laws, it was evolving to the point that you know a lot of them weren't obeyed anymore because they didn't have to be. But the moral laws were literally, literally set in stone. And and so I mean there's you know freebie for anyone if you ever are in a discussion with someone and they break out this like <laughs> well it says here in Leviticus just ignore them because that's not even like because they try and use the Bible against you and hoping that you're as stupid as they are which is hard but anyone knows that that is not like that's not a that's not a mortal sin and. The thing is, they're like, well, if you're wearing a, a pair of jeans, you're going to hell. It's like, okay, first off, A, grace exists. So, no. Secondly, right. even, you know, even otherwise, it's not a moral sin. It's, There's like multiple layers of misunderstanding there because also yeah. many Christians would laugh at the whole notion that like your works would be what makes the difference in the first place, you know? like, like I mean, that is grace, like, like not, not by works but faith is literally the backbone of Christianity. Right. So yeah. like that part's already ridiculous. Cause like, yeah, the, the grace is unconditional. So like, you know, as long as you're willing to accept that aspect of it, you're good basically. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, like the, the law stuff, I mean, on, that, on that blows of... people's minds, by the way, when you start quoting and like saying, it's like, Oh, you realize that was just a ceremonial law. They, they lock the fuck up. They because they're right. done, they're done because that's their one thing. And they, you're right, and they use that as like, oh, well, you're wearing mixed fabrics. Well, guess what? That means I can goon to BBW BBC porn all day. Right. It's like that's not 
no well, and, and you know no. this is what i was gonna say about like the no. nature of sin right like is like the, the difference too being like if you were incidentally breaking like it's presume that law mattered right for some right. reason yeah like under under the understanding of sin that i have it's like if you're incidentally doing it due to like carelessness or just unawareness or whatever